0: to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. Glad you are all here tonight. It's going to be a fun evening. We have some things to go over, though, before we get started. The first thing is to let you know if you are interested in calling in tonight. The number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. Okay. We will be getting to callers in just a moment. We have some things to run through before then, first of all. If you're interested in putting together a writer's workshop with me, give me a message shout on probably Facebook would be easiest. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A, last name Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A, and uh, let me know what you want to put together. We'll get that set up and running. You can pre-record it on your computer and send it to me if you want. You can do a kind of a conference call and pre-record it that way. I can set that up for you or you can just do it live or a combination of both, whatever you want to do. Just let me know and we will get that set up. The next thing I want to do, very important, is to thank our sponsors, all of you who jumped up and, and helped out and participated in helping to cover part of the uh, broadcasting license for 2021. And here in a couple months, three months I think, it's going to be we'll be starting our fifteenth year broadcasting here together. So I'm very excited about that. But I think it's really important as a community to recognize those people who helped keep us on the air this year. Those people are Melvin Douglas Johnson, Todd Carter, Vicky Aqua, Sean and Maddie Gullikson, Audrey Michelle, George Wiley, Bart Solerchek, Brad and Darlene Kuhn, Uma Pochapalli, Christy Doherty, Douglas Curry, Eric Sheldman, Gary N. Noreen Snyder, Gina Storm, Raylan, Raymond Bentley, John Case, Paula Sweet, Timothy Melton, Ronald P. Bremner, Kevin Kraft, Honey Parker, Karen DeWitt, Larry Teal, Robert Mackey, uh, Jade Mist, Rose Rosen, Christopher Ryan, Trina Paris. Uh, Dennis Must, Barbara Cope Wilson, and Anonymous, non, I did, uh, Anonymously in the Memory of Cherry Rose. And also Ray Neighbors, Charles C.B. Banks, Glenn Steele, Rick Smith II, and Kings Cadence. So those are our sponsors. I want to thank all of you. Now, it is the Fun time. Fun time for me. I don't know if it's the fun time for you. I think it should be the fun time for you, so we're just going to call it that. We are going to do our workshop portion of the show, and so everybody should have a notebook or a journal, something that, right, a notepad they can write on, and uh, we'll go through these fairly quickly. If you miss something or, you know, I, I get you lost <laughs> love somewhere, Don't worry, after the show is over, it goes into a podcast in our archives, and you can come back and listen to the the workshop portion of this and write things down at your leisure. With that said, also, if you're ever sitting there some night and you don't know what to write about, all you have to do is jump on the first 15 minutes of any of our shows and listen, and you'll find something that'll have you off and running. All right, so... You ready? Do you have your pens out? Do you have your papers out? And go through these. So right now, during the summer, we are concentrating mainly on your prompts. And let me pull back up there. I lost my page. That's never good in this world. Where'd you guys go? There you are. Okay. You almost got out of here with no homework. (laughs) All right, so we've been working on prompts over the summer. Kind of keep the workload a little light for you, a little casual, carefree, give you time to go out there and enjoy life and, and play and, and sunshine and whatnot. So we have your prompts I'm going to do. Then we have one writing exercise, which is attached to your prompts. So everything that we're doing right now centers on these prompts. So be sure to write them down. And like I said, if you don't get them now, you can come back and get them afterwards because everything that we're doing is using these prompts. Okay, so first of all, number your paper 1 through 12 or just number it as we go along, but I'm going to run through them, 1 through 12. Your first prompt is, without warning, the mist comes down. Without warning, the mist comes down. Two, it beats at the window with ashy wings. It beats at the window with ashy wings. Number three, your handprint is where I burn. Your handprint is where I burn. Four, before the wind gave us words. Before the wind gave us words. Five, I will outdare the night. I will outdare the night. Number six, forgetfulness is a form of freedom. Forgetfulness is a form of freedom. Number seven, in writing the last line of this poem, in writing the last line of this poem, number eight, give me silence. Give me silence. Nine, the mythology of dark and light. The mythology of dark and light. Number ten, she gazes from time beyond time. She gazes from time beyond time. Number eleven, swallowing the aurora. Swallowing the aurora. And 12, mysterious images of your dreamings. Mysterious images of your dreamings. Okay, so those are your 12 prompts. Now, prompts, keep in mind, they're kind of like uh, they're like seeds planted. They're meant to grow into palms. So with that said, and the 12 prompts that I just gave you, they can either be a line in your palm, they can be the title of your palm, or just the general concept of your poem. Beyond those guidelines, however you write to these is up to you. Okay, so those are your 12 prompts. Now we're going to do our writing prompt exercise, which is called Pick Apart a Prompt. And what this is designed to do is to help you understand that what you do with a prompt before you write to it is way more important than what you write to it. Okay, we all hear inspiration, and we have that knee-jerk reaction, October, oh, I'm writing a poem about a pumpkin, oh, I'm falling leaves, oh, and, you know, boom, we all have imagery that it instantly takes us to. We're programmed that way. It's the muscle memory of our brain. What this is designed to do is to have you look deeper into a prompt and get beyond that first knee-jerk reaction, because most people... Will feel like that—that's their muse hitting you, them over the head with a brick, and they'll go off and running with it, and then they go doo doo do doo, doo down the, ho- the the little the lane with their little poem about a pumpkin, and you know they didn't write the poem they should have written. You know, and in I'm going to get off track here, but I'm going to say this: a lot of times, if you submit a poem and it's rejected, a lot of times the reason cannot be the fault of the poem at all. It's just that that month they got 18 poems about pumpkins, and they can only publish maybe one or two pushing it. Now you don't want seven poems about pumpkins in there. So, you know, the poem has nothing to do with it. It's just that, you know, you wrote the same poem or the same topic to a poem that everyone else is writing. So let's not do that. Let's teach ourselves not to do that. And the way that you do that is by picking apart your prompt. Picking apart your prompt. So what you're going to do with the 12 prompts that I just gave you. You're gonna start with the very first prompt and you are going to write that at the top of your page in your journal, all right? Then I want you to write down at least six different poems that you could write to that prompt. Don't write the poems, but tell, tell me about the poems you could write to it. All the different faces it could have, all the different voices it could take, all the different directions you could explore. I want you to write down at least six different types of poems you could write using that prompt. When you're done with the first one, move on to the second, and so on down the line until by the end you have written at least six different poems you could write to each prompt for all 12 of the prompts. And I promise you that before you get to the end of this assignment, Something is going to grab a hold of you that you're writing down and it's going to take you off and running and you're going to write a pretty cool poem. I promise you that is going to happen. So this one is a lot of fun just for that reason, to find out what's going to grab you, what's going to trip you up, what's going to you know, sweep you up and (laughs) take you off and running. So that is what you need to do with those. I'm going to run through them again really quick in case you missed them. And remember, keep in mind as you're you're going through these, that there can be a line in your poem, the title of your poem, or the general concept of your poem. So, one, without warning, the mist comes down. Two, it beats at the window with ashy wings. Three, your handprint is where I burn. Number four, before the wind gave us words. Number five, I will outdare the night. Number six, forgetfulness is a form of freedom. Seven, in writing the last line of this poem. Eight, give me silence. Nine, the mythology of dark and light. Ten, she gazes from time beyond time. Eleven, swallowing the aurora. And twelve, mysterious images of your dreamings. And there you go. Those are your 12 prompts. Now, remember that you can you, you can take these prompts and you can write one poem to each prompt. You can write um, a poem using a couple of lines out of it, like 3 line 3 7 and and 6. Use those lines or you can get real froggy and you can write a poem using all the lines of all those prompts. I just gave you in one poem And we were talking about this last week I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm getting all nervous here okay? okay You guys will understand my bit So we are talking last week And first, uh, uh, first show of every month I'm supposed to read something And that was the agreement that we came to Because I would never read on here And so you know, I, I got scolded and back and forth, and finally that was the agreement. The first show of every month, I will read something of mine. Well, last week I didn't do it because we didn't have time, and I didn't have anything ready. What I was going to do wasn't ready, so that just wasn't going to work. So, But we, we're talking about these prompts, and I told you that I, one time I took a list, or to the list, and I used the title, or I used every single prompt to write a poem. Without changing the prompts or adding any lines or any words whatsoever, none. Just using the prompts, rearranging them from two weeks worth of lists, and I wrote the poem. And told you I would read that to you, so I'm going to read that to you, just to show you. And not because, definitely not because it's a good poem, because it's not. You have to give yourself permission once in a while to sit down and just play and have fun, and not expect you to write something that's <laughs> worthy of posting on. Facebook and sitting around waiting all that time, you know, with your coffee, your feet up in your slippers, waiting for someone to hit like so you can feel good, get that instant gratification, okay? Sometimes we have to give our soul, our muses, that instant gratification, and that's giving them the freedom to write without expectation. Take that, you know, don't girdle yourself in with having to sit down and write a poem that's post-worthy every single time you sit down to write. Sit down to play. Writing makes it sound like a job, but sit down to play. Sit down to play with words, okay? And so that's what I did with this, and it kind of shows, you know, what you can do um, when you just have fun, okay? So anyway, I'm stalling. I'm going to read it. Um, It's from, I I think it was like the second and third week list or something, something like that. This is when we first started a long time ago, and I'm, I thought, okay, I'm going to give this a try. But I used two weeks worth of lines. So the, these are, this is totally made, uh, totally made up just from prompts, no added words, no added lines, just the list. Okay, and you understand what I mean by, by not being good, but being fun. All right, so using the titles. All right, so it's called Reoccurring Nightmare. The shadow people, living in the mirror, true nature feeds, birth predicts death, phantom wind, devil's game, the gargoyle's whisper, keeper of the bones, dream watcher perched on a branch, commotion of wings, thrill of the hunt, the dead walk out of the sea, tasting evil, the remains of us, Inhabited by a ghost. Something about the night. The moon's carcass. Atomic moon merging with air. Daughters of the dust go to hell in green exile. The dead are still walking. Beneath the shadows, words remain caught. The muses' labyrinth. The creature is me. So that whole thing was using nothing but prompts that we gave out. In the first couple of weeks, so great poem. No fun poem. Yes, I had a blast doing it. And then I was looking at them last week. Was it last week, um, and I wrote one using those. But I'm not going to read them because I just read, I like the I read the other one where I used two first. So maybe I'll maybe that's what I'll do. Is I'll read once on, on the first Thursday. I'll. Read some poem I wrote using the prompts. So that lets you know that I do the homework too. <laughs> okay. So anyway, there's my reading for the week, for the month, and with that out of the way, whew, done. It wasn't so hard, nor was it. <laughs> All right. So remember, we are concentrating on reading, 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 reading. If you're not reading more than you're writing, you're doing it backwards. You want to have input in order to have output. So it's important. The next thing we were concentrating on was learning one new poetry form every single month. So Google poetry forms, print out a list and start scratching them off as you go. Uh, It's good to have a working knowledge of your craft. It's always good to try new things and there's nothing that pushes you out of your comfort zone more than trying to write a poem poem in, in a form, making it fit a mold. And, uh, but it's a fun, they're fun word games, so challenge yourself, stretch, make yourself grow, become a better writer. And then the next thing was writing a haiku every single day. We devote so much of our brain and our day and our existence to chasing dollars, to work at a job, to... You know, all, all, all the responsibilities and all the things and all the hats we have to wear. We spend so much time devoted to that and hardly any time devoted to ourselves, our true selves. And so I challenge you to every single day go out in your day and as you're going from point A to point B to point Z, find something worth 17 syllables. That's it. That's all I ask of you. If you do nothing else, Do this one thing. Every single day, find something worth 17 syllables and write it down. So always carry a notebook with you. If you write it down and it's only 15 syllables, I don't care. You can go back and add a couple more later. The important thing is to get it down on paper, to stop and notice those things that are speaking to you, to you, you, the real you. Don't ignore them. Pay attention to them. Write them down. All right. So that's it. That's it for your writing exercises um, and your workshop portion of the show. Like I said, if you missed any of that, you can come back and listen to the archives, and they will be in there. The lists eventually get posted on my Facebook page, and I've actually got some homework. This is, like, not part of the writing workshop thing, but it's kind of some homework and a challenge. I'm going to challenge you guys. It's like the poem that I just read that was using nothing but prompts from two lists. What I want you to do, I'm going to give you two different challenges, and what I want you to do is on my Facebook page, go to my photo albums. When you get to my photo albums, there should be the one that says the prompts from the speakeasy or speakeasy prompts or something like that. You'll see it, prompts from the speakeasy. I want you to open that album, and in that are all the lists. Well, not all of them yet. There's about eight of them that aren't up yet, but uh, a a bunch of the lists (laughs) that we've been doing prompts. I eventually get them up there on the page so that you guys can pull them off of there. But I want you to choose any of the lists, any of the lists I have posted. Pick any one you want. And I want you to use those 12 lines and add 12 lines so that you end up with a 24-line poem. All right. So use 12 and add two or 12. And you can mix and match them however you want. You know, do uh, prompt line, your line, prompt line, your line or however you want to mix them up. But use 12 lines and add 12 lines. So pick one of the lists and write a poem to it. The next thing I want you to do is exactly what I just did. I want you to write a poem using nothing but the prompts. No adding of words. No taking words away, no changing the anything about it. You can change no words, nothing. You just have to use it as is. But you get the fun of using all the lists on there. So look at all of the lists of prompts I have in that album. And using only the prompts, unaltered, write a poem. And this really is a lot of fun because it takes the work away from you, really. And it just makes your... your brain. is a good exercise for your brain to rearrange thoughts and think of perspective. So there's some benefits in it for you too. That's it. We're done. We're done with that part. Next thing I'm going to do is I am going to play an audio track. And we always start and end every episode with a poem, recorded poem from one of you poets. So if you're interested in having your work played on the show, you can email those to me. Uh, the email does have the word the in the title at the beginning, the, the. cafe at gmail.com. cafe at gmail.com. When you send me your poem, make sure that you put audio poetry, recording, mp3 files, something along that lines in the subject line so that it kind of stands out for me. We'll get that uploaded to the show's library and we will play it for the world. The piece that I am going to start the show with, and I'm kind of going back between two. Want oh, that one or that one or that one? Let's do. Oh, so much. Let's do "Bullets and Wind Chimes" by Andrea Gibson. Oh, the
1: challenge is real, folks.
0: <laughs> Here you go. You'll
1: love this. I often repeat myself, and the second time's a lie. I love you. I love you. See what I mean? I don't. And I do. And I'm not talking about a girl I might be kissing on. I'm talking about this world I'm blissing on and hating at the exact same time. See, life doesn't rhyme. It's bullets and wind chimes it's lynchings and birthday parties it's the rope that ties the noose and the rope that hangs the backyard swing it's a boy about to take his life and with a knife to his wrist he's thinking of only two things his father's fist and his mother's kiss and he can't stop crying it's wanting tonight to speak the most honest poem i've ever spoken in my life not knowing if that poem should bring you closer to living or dying because life doesn't rhyme it's dark and light black and white and tonight I'm not so sure that's a metaphor because my life has been hard at times, but mostly it's been wind chimes birthday parties and backyard swings mostly it's been as gentle as a mother's kiss and I'm trying to balance this with the knowing that for many life has been as brutal as a father's fist pounding out days like black guys and split lips living lives where every sunrise feels like a whip scars are too tired to bleed eyes so tired of crying that dying would be easier than this and who am I to be saying this shit When I could write a thousand poems and all the pain I have not known will never know, simply because of the color of my skin more gold than white but gold, like the gold in the pockets of those who bought and sold people's lives, gold like the penitentiary keeping slavery alive, gold like Columbus, like those who profit from free trade and those who pay a slave wage in the so-called land of the free. Gold like a Nazi, like the WTO that made a South Korean farmer go to the middle of a protest and take a Swiss Army knife to his head, just so the world would know how hard as people bled and bleed and now I'm on my knees praying for a way to feel blessed when I'm wondering how many of my blessings have been watered by the tears of those who are oppressed. how do I feel grateful for the gifts that I've been given knowing the gifts that I've been given have been wrapped by a system that holds others on their backs just trying to make a living and if I think I'm not to blame for that do I think I should be forgiven when you trace my family tree just five generations I could almost guarantee somewhere a slave owner funded my college education so maybe I never wore a white sheet, or was the thief who stole the soil for this nation, not the lynching of the landmine or the boxcars of immigrant bodies, not the blankets placed with smallpox, the sweatshops, the bomb dropped on Nagasaki, maybe my finger has never pulled the trigger of white supremacist crime and violence, still I will forever be as guilty as my silence when the color of my skin grants me privilege for those sins the crime i do not stand against is as good as mine every time i do not stand there is blood on my hands like the blood on that fist that pounds people's lives into black eyes and split lips and i'd rather be a kiss or a wind chime rather build some bliss in this world in my lifetime Because I know we were born to be one. But right now it's more like we're separate sun rays falling from the same sun. And so far we've only built enough sky for some to shine. And knowing that, I don't want to be a poet who writes pretty lines. I want to be a part of something bigger. Start building this world into a poem that rhymes.
0: I absolutely love her. You guys can check her out on Facebook Again, that was Andrea Gibson not on Facebook, on YouTube. Check her out on YouTube. She's got a lot posted on there. Absolutely incredible young artist, and I just love, love, love her writing. So make sure you check her out and show her some love. All right. You know what that means, guys? We're down to to the best part of the show. And the best part of the show, and when I say that, I mean you. So if you would like to call in and read tonight during our open mic segment, you can call in at six four six five nine five three nine six five. That's six four six five nine five three nine six five. And follow the prompts and it'll let you know that what you have to do to come on and read and we'll bring you on and boom. There it is. <laughs> Easy peasy. So, if you were on hold, and if you've already called in to read tonight, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as 734 is our first caller tonight, so listen for your telephone area code. When I come on, make sure that you introduce yourself. When I say 734, you're on the air. George is going to say, Hi, this is me, George, and we'll all know that it's George. All right, so make sure you introduce yourself. It's real important because you don't want your name, you don't want to have your work out there in the world without your name attached to it. That's so important. I mean, you are verbally publishing your own poem right now. I mean, we've been on the air for, this is our 14th year. So you can go back 14 years and hear someone that read on the show. And if their name isn't attached to the work, how are you going to know who it is? So please remember, it is very important that your name is attached to your work. Next thing is that you can, let me take a look at the lines You can read two poems if the lines get too busy tonight And we need to reel it in a little bit and go to reading just one poem I'll let you know, and if that happens during your turn, I am terribly sorry And uh, But I'll let you know if that we get to that point Right now, you're good for reading, too. When you're done reading, be sure to give us your URL. It's important that people know how to come and find you and get to know you and your work better. And then if you are on hold and you are going to read a poem, please bear in mind that we have a mature rating. And those of you listening, understand, please, that that means you're bound to hear just about anything here. And I guarantee you, you're going to hear just about anything here. All right? except for adult porn palms. No bumping body parts. No tab A into slot B. Other than that, you guys are good to go. We don't have an adult rating. We have a mature rating. So there you have it. I'm going to go ahead and give you the first three callers so you kind of have a heads up that you are going to be on fairly quickly. Quickly, As I said, 734 is our first caller, followed by 731, followed by nine. And I do want to let area code 407, I see you, hi, hugs, and 770, all right, I see you guys on there, but you are not in the lineup to come on and talk with us tonight, so if you're here and just listening to the show and hanging out, thank you for being here, I appreciate appreciate you guys so much, we all do, and if you change your mind at any time, 407 or 770. Press 1, and that will put you in the lineup and let me know that it's okay to bring you on to read. Alrighty. And there we go. We got 770. So 407, if you want to read, just press 1. Otherwise, hang out. Have fun. I'm really glad you're here and enjoy the show. Alright, let's go ahead and bring on 734. Seven three
2: four. You're on the air. Hello, Nyla. This is George Wiley.
0: Hi, Glad George.
2: Glad to be here. Glad to be here again. I'm not here every week, as you know, but um, I'm, and I miss quite a bit. And, but I know, and I'm, I I'm not,
0: just, not pouting about it I'm not rolled up in yeah. the fetal position on the floor Rocking know, back and forth and In disappointment every week when you're neither, not here I'm neither, not doing that So get that thought right out of your mind Take that visual away I'm not doing well, that, George
2: I really am Neither, neither <laughs> is anybody else in the room <laughs> worrying about really, it really I'm not am. here every I'm week I'm not going to tell you <laughs> um, I was wondering um, A mature rating Does the readers have to be mature? Or can we Listen be
3: like me?
2: Show?
0: <laughs> we we yeah, are what so we well. are. We p- we put on no facade here. <laughs> you, as I say, you're just about gonna hear everything. You I'm will hear sure. just about anything because we just have the freedom to be, to be here. We're all little bees.
2: <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was gonna change the slide just a little bit, just before I came on. I noticed a, a message from a friend who said. He did something. I guess he went to a party or something. He said, "That was so pre-COVID," and I thought, "Hey, it's a new phrase. We wouldn't have known that damn phrase. Maybe we shouldn't have. We wouldn't have known what that all means just a year or two ago. But now, you know, saying something is so pre-COVID. With uh, it, I mean, wonder if it's going to end up being you know like pre-war or." Or pre columbian or pre-something.
0: Yeah, that that um, was, it, um, that was 2001 PC.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, that's a new phrase. So if that's you're your thinking, writing. It, that's your writing, writing homework too, for because, the week, by the way. <laughs> what is pre-COVID? Yeah.
0: Your your no your your writing prompt is 2011 PC.
2: Oh, 2011 BC
0: B- P as in pre-COVID.
2: Oh, pre covid oh, PC oh, I got it i my own line. yeah okay <laughs> yeah
0: PC yeah. or whatever 2000 yeah. whatever year pre covid you want to pick that's has to be that you know, year
2: funny I, It's funny because y- there is such a feeling I mean um you know that I right now I'm so, uh, because uh, I am so post covid you know I, I went out and I Places I didn't go anything reckless. So of course, I have all my shots and everything. And my wife and I went out a couple times to restaurants because we missed them. And I came home last week with a cold, just a good old cold. But uh, I thought, well, the mask—if I'd kept the mask—I wouldn't even have had the cold, probably. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, that um, um, we're going to go back to colds and flu along with new variants, new dangerous variants of this crap. But I anyway, not I have two pieces, which you granted us permission, and this one is. Where are they? Uh, bear with me, just a minute. Okay, the first one is called. It's an expressive thing, and it's um. Although it's hard for me to show the painting and the photograph it refers to on on the, on the telephone, but you'll sort of pick up what it was. This is called the the compassion of serenity the old man stared at the underexposed photo now brown with age just as he was it had never been so quiet when he was young but now the stillness was almost painful the unsturdy house had been boarded up so it could not look out its own windows at an unsteady world of overgrown vines and rusted lawn chairs on which no one had sat for decades. The birch tree he and his brother had planted so long ago had gone from white to an entangled doughy brown and now leaned as if it it had lost its love for the sun. He wondered if he might take a train back to this place. Could he get through the door and fight off the cobwebs? Might he find part of his youth in that weary edifice Could he find those warm paths he had sped through in the woods? Would the place be more vivid and colorful than in this old photo? No. He slid the faded photo back into the trunk and thought about warming some tea
0: and peace. That was phenomenal. (laughs) I could, I, could, I could feel the, the the dust in the air as the trunk open, you know? Yeah. I can feel, yeah. feel the paper, the picture. Just awesome. Absolutely incredible piece.
2: Oh, right, thank you very much. My second one is um, called You Must Come Off This Withered Coast. You must come off this withered coast. It is tarnished and has lost its gilded. It has dulled its gleam by leaders mean. It has sown the seed so stained of greed. You must wing with me to harbors clean. You must shed this continental drift. It is pungent and it's it is pungent stench of acts gone wrong. As unmasked its ill and spit them out unto guiltless children of weathered skin. You must wing with me to bridges free. You must shed this grip of vanities. It is tethered up with hate and strife and shut itself down ranks of young, a dragon's breath of deceitfulness. You must wing with me to soaring equity and join me in my fantasy and peace.
0: I have to tell you, the nonsensical poet geologist in me (laughs) is just jumping up and down, clapping her hands right now. For that piece
2: Well I think that's good
0: It's very good
2: (laughs) Are you saying That my That my That my My uh, my poem is fossilized Now
3: (laughs) It's definitely immortal
2: My wife Calls me a fossil An old fossil So maybe that's it In my poetry But um, Anyway,
0: you know, <laughs> well, maybe you, maybe when we send our poems out there into the world, because sound waves never really go away; they just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, <clears throat> maybe comets are really made of, from poems that people have read, and they are, that thats a fossilized poem out there, it's shooting across the universe.
4: Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going to believe question.
0: from now on.
2: Uh, but if, if a comment is made from one some of my poems and you hit somebody, they're going to die. <laughs>
3: <But>, uh,
2: <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, this is um, nice to be here. I uh, can't say long as you probably guess, like my Thursday nights are. But um, oh no, it's uh, on a personal note. I mean, it wasn't me, but there are two birthdays in this place today. Or my wife and my son have the same birthday. And so, um we have you know, that uh, he, he, he lives another couple hundred miles away. We couldn't be here today, but we would do a lot of phoning and stuff and just have a nice dinner and uh, now we're gonna get online with uh another cousin from Las Vegas. But anyway, um thank you.
0: Thank you, sweetheart. Fantastic opening for the show. And uh well
2: i i called in I dial in real quickly so I could do this and,
0: uh, I know you do you always was, get first too. it's crazy.
2: you got yeah, like, the fastest well,
0: fingers in the world
2: right well, well see i I actually uh, have slept with Ma Bell and uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> membership has its privileges.
2: <laughs> I wish I didn't know who Ma Bell is, We used to. Say, I used to be the. <laughs> <laughs> the name for the, for the phone company, but I thought I'd say that. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I haven't found anybody that can get me in before uh, the time you put on there, but I'm having having good luck.
0: Yeah, it's it's like slept with someone demon at the crossroads luck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's right. That's right.
3: We're on to your wily ways. (laughs)
2: I'm a wily coyote. Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'm going to move over some good poetry, but uh, thank you, and uh, you take care. You too, sweetheart. Thank you for being here tonight. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Hmm? I'm supposed to name my... I'm supposed to tell you where to find me. Well, I don't usually tell the police where to find me, but no. Anyway, I have a... Sort of a poetry page on Facebook Called George Wiley Writes um, And I have a book called um, Why Did I Remain in the Garden Which is on uh, Amazon And I'm on what Allpoetry.com and, and a bunch of Zooms That are flying around And I, I'm kind of going to start one And um, I don't know when But yeah. it certainly will not Conflict with Thursday nights I tell you that But anyway um <laughs> So I'm busy.
5: Very cool.
0: All right, darling, please try to be here next week if you can. I'll be watching for you. you. If you can't, know that I'm watching for you and miss you.
2: Okay. Thank you. Take care.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. Bye-bye, sweetheart. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 731.
6: 731, you're on the air. You know, you think with the area code seven three four for George Wiley and seven three one for me we were neighbors, but really it's like uh, six hundred and fifty miles from Washington County to Madison County. So
3: there. That's Just
6: possibly awesome you know product.
3: that.
0: You had to have Googled
6: this. no, I know that's kinda of, I know kinda of where Michigan is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know where Satin Island. I've like had,
6: had a lot of my in Michigan. So, there. Never, how never are you, in, Michael? Doing outstanding as always, Nala. How are you?
0: I am wonderful. I'm excited to talk to you tonight.
6: It's fantastic. I have a question for you.
0: hmm
6: I was thinking about a poem, Poetic Sense, skyline, one word or two.
0: I think it's one.
6: Okay. Yeah.
0: It's one. Or I, can, you. I can see. It.
6: I Have mean, it depends. Is
0: it the sky? Is it the skyline, or is the sky? Is it like a line of the sky?
6: It's the skyline, like looking over the buildings or trees or mountains or yeah, I it's, I think it's one word. It's word. I
0: write it as one word, so therefore it must okay. be.
6: There you go. Okay.
0: Life according to Nyla.
6: You'll sit up about three o'clock in the morning. That's going to hit you. It's going to bother you. You'll see a skyline in your mind.
3: Oh Even no, thinking. I'm
0: googling it as we talk.
6: <laughs> Not
3: really? Okay.
0: okay. Uh, <clears throat> Is that was that a hint at something mysterious that I should understand?
6: No, it just popped in my head while well, I was. I just popped in my head. You were talking to George, and I just oh. had a vision of the skyline there. Um, okay, you never know with muse. you
0: though You can you can bury things no. like Easter eggs
6: When you talk mm-hmm. I have to no, check was, My whole, my whole day has been thinking about my muse Actually my whole month Has been thinking about my muse so, Yeah she's, uh, she's something else I have a poem about her that I wrote in 2013 Let me read it for you it's, it's I called,
0: would love to hear it
6: It's called My Muse By Michael Todd my muse loves me. She's on speed dial if needed. Her prompted by shared almost always heated. She compels me. Write love poems such as they were back in the days when I wrote them for her. She left me for David, but we still keep in touch, which is fine by me. I don't need her that much. She gave me this warning. She was to find me writing love lines for others. She'd strike me blind. So now I'm left with only secondary topics. Not good for me. I don't see beauty in the tropics. I don't do fairies and sprites or nature themes. Existentialism for me is just not what it seems. But i have a surprise for her. She'll get many calls. I'm writing her number on random bathroom walls. For a good time, just call the number slyly Spied. Maybe I can get back to writing with her occupied form. Are you there? Hello, Nyla. Hi, Michael. Where have you been?
0: I don't know. I just it just your poem took me away, and I floated away on the words, and then it, it took me a minute to fly back.
6: Wow, I thought my phone got cut off.
0: <laughs> I don't know what happened there. That was really weird.
6: Well, so I was either there or I wasn't. If I'm not, well, it'd just be a ghost. It'll be a mystery
0: i well, in chat, they're saying, "Where did you go, Nilas? I'm pretty sure it was you were fine i I was gone.
6: There you go. I can't see the chat, so I don't know what goes on there. You used to see it. I'm not in, in the deal. I used to to read their stuff, and they were hilarious. They cracked me up. You got some really, really neat friends. They're funny. They're funny.
0: I want you to know, though, Michael, that I said this beautiful, great response to your poem. I don't remember what I said now, but it was awesome. I wish you had heard it when I was not here.
6: Really? really? Maybe, you winked. Maybe you winked at me. A wink can say a thousand words. Hey, I've got a poem about a wink. Hold on. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Jack and Jill, Jack oh there he is. Jack and Jill, coup Ta, a nursery rap. You wanna hear that? Okay. Alright. Let's see if I can say that again real fast. Jack and Jill, coup Ta, a nursery rap by Michael Todd. Louis the number had some trouble in the land. Eighteenth-century turf wars caused a rift throughout. Louis gathered up his posse, show him who's the man, went into studio sampling, twist and shout. Well, shake it up, baby of mine, serenading his girl. She feigned indifference, which was standard for the day. Yo, what's up, Bonne Marie? Let me rock your world. Bonnie Marie Antoinette just frowned and looked away. His last album, number XVI, had just gone gold. Biggest disc he'd dropped since his first greatest hits. For Bonnie Marie, token girlfriend status was getting old. Louis thought things were fine in-house, but he was a miss. Louis was old school. Bonnie aspired to go avant-garde. Her David Gour cameos with him were her only claimed fame. He made promises to feature her at the top of the card if Lou only knew that Bon Bon was secretly non Plume. Her remix of Nice, Nice, Bebe was due for a fall release. She and DJ Francois had collabed on hard. DJ Fries, as he was known in the club, said, Bonnie,
7: please,
6: he wanted not only her, but Louie's market share, and right away. While it's true that Homie Lou was par excellence, Bonnie held the trump card and rolled on her future ex. France called in the IRS, went underground, not seen since. Louis never saw it coming, and for it, short on tax. Bob's menage a trois pushed her plan into motion, short notice. No way she could let Louis know she was a player for both teams. While knocking on fame's door, she got knocked up by chance. When Louis got his sentence, she thought she'd get away clean. You know, as Posse got word from out on the street what she'd done, don't hustle a hustler. Louis was not going down with the plan. France was found floating in a well, his career and life both gone. On Louis' day of execution, Bond watched him go to the guillotine. Off with his head, yelled rival rappers. You know how they talk. Down came the blade. Axeman raised his hand, pointed him at Bond. Police grabbed her by the arm, and she backed into a crowd to walk. As she looked at what was left of Louis, he winked at her then was gone. Seems Louie, in the last move, turned evidence over to the state. Bonnie Marie was implicated as a mayor player in his deal. Now it was her turn to kneel on the block. No reason to wait. Like I said, don't hustle a hustler, and for sure, never squeal. Their success more than doubled as posthumous rankers go bank. Their recording of Get That Head Off Your Shoulders Released but a hungover morning early disc jockey made a grave mistake, played the B-side during drive time, it was a hit for the deceased. So instead of Louis' swan song, the record company changed the deal. Once word got out, lawyers tied the track up in litigation, all contrary. It really made more sense to go with the B, Jack and Jill. In the coup de grace, the players were all victims. That's just not fair. Rappers are here today, gone tomorrow. Lou and Boston, tomorrow never came. Things out of order due to bad judgment for things to end up that bad. Better today is tolerance is greater. Think Ice Ice Baby Guy. What's his name? Guys like him have VH1 comebacks. In France back in the day, he'd lose his head. End <laughs>
0: How fun was that to write?
6: I had a lot of fun with it. Trying to say this stuff in French is really hard for me. I've got kind of a southern accent, and uh, no, I do, I do really. And uh, so, but I had to put some so it'd be legit. You know, I'm sure they had rap back in France back in the day.
0: Of course, I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. You said so, and so it must be true.
6: There you go. All, All right, right if, baby. Uh, if any of your your folks want to come and hang out with me I have a blog spot page. That's mike Todd com M Y K E T O D D and uh we appreciate everybody's visit. We put out we put out about a poem a year. We haven't slowed down in a while, so there you go. It's my turn. <laughs> I
0: love you so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, I to can't stand to how much I
6: love you. There you go. All right. Y'all have fun. See you next week.
0: Thank you, Michael. Great job, honey.
6: Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Okay. The infamous Mike Todd. Our next caller is Gremroll 972.
5: 972, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. This is Anna Donovan. How are you? Hello
0: Anna. I'm doing wonderful. How are you?
5: I'm doing really well. I'm so happy to be on the show. So
0: I am I'm glad to see you here. It's really weird. We had something happen to something happened a bit ago when I was when I disappeared, but it's like the whole board I lost the whole board now every about ha actually about half of you are back but in completely different order. It's just it's crazy what just happened. I have no idea. It's like the, the twilight zone
5: of the twilight zone
0: of studio 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 boards yeah but Anna you're here I'm happy all is all is right right as rain how are you
5: I'm well thank you just riding away I'm what excited are you going about to the poems are you I have two I have two poems they're in order and it's about just very strong emotions that go to extremes. So the first one is, uh, let me go ahead and read it, it's called Aurora Borealis. Aurora Borealis. Infinite is the light, the ecstasies and horde of Aurora's mystery spine. Fair the haze across flutes with ice melodies perfection. Winter's blade passes with the shades of a waterfall's frozen ardor, for the wind hides a radiant choir, and the verse longs be- below the wound. My bone illusions gallop and sweep, the soul garden beneath the tide, and hidden roses hear flesh, lyres in green muscle curtains. Burning tower of myself, Cruz cantaras, when he kisses and licks the music of my human soul. End of poem.
0: That was stunning, absolutely beautiful, Anna. the the The, the visuals throughout the whole thing were so impactful.
5: I'm so glad.
0: I'm I'm glad too cuz I got to experience it.
5: <laughs> it's wonderful to read. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Oh, honey, it's and our pleasure. Are you going to read two tonight, you are right? In order, right? Yes.
5: oh. Uh, yeah, if that's okay. yeah, still okay. And the next one is was written a few days later and there's a definite sway of emotion. So here it goes. Fissures. I read the night between light fissures as my flayed self walks, for flayed flesh shows a marble filigree of short memory throbs and through a wasteland of dishes shares silence and inedible sourness with bergamot. The short change of believing to a mirage of bounty into burning asphalt's constant indifference. Swirl this with salt water, rising to wield infinity's poised spiral in fire rain. Willows soft to shadow a soul heartburn's bonfire pouring from corners. Rise of words and the voice of night rituals unfolds breath orbits of the moon. Cling to utmost water ripples, while an upstream wind whispers and trails coincide with errant dancers, easing in sway sound, hemmings of the hollowed. Flares and embers ease for a moment out of a soul's sickness, and into sleep with a latent hope to perhaps not awaken. and the fun.
0: Okay, we're going to separate two things here. First, I want to talk about the poem. I mean, first, well, first of all, the poem is incredible. I don't know how something, how you can make something dark like that sound so beautiful. You know, I'm listening to it, and the words are absolutely beautiful, but, you know, you're talking about some darkness there. And then
1: yeah.
0: it's like, how can she do that? I know someone else who can do that really well. Oh, yeah, Shakespeare. And so then that clicked Uh in my head as you're reading, and then I was picturing you standing on a stage reading this (gasps) as a a soliloquy. And if you think of it in that context, you go back and listen to it after the show's over, you come back and listen to yourself read, and you think about that, it has definitely has that ancient language sound to it. The way you weave their words together, and it, and the way that you do that that gives it this quality. And if you pay attention and listen to the, each of the sentences, you will see it. Is though it's not a rhyming poem. There is a rhyming throughout the entire piece where you use near rhymes, and internal sound rhymes, like the f sound, three times it in a row, it. or the s sound. You know, you or you'll pull pull on a syllable. Yeah, you know, and you do this throughout that entire piece that gave us that gave it this very otherworldly quality that was just phenomenal.
5: I absolutely enjoyed that. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. And as you can tell this is uh the other extreme of emotion, go from oh, ecstasy to mm-hmm.
8: this.
3: <laughs>
5: but uh, you know. It was a light and momentary affliction, but I got a good poem out of it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I love that. Poets
0: are, are the biggest muses for a poet is pain and sorrow. You know, love, that's another good one, but nowhere near as, as potent as pain or sorrow. And our poison is contentment. Lord help oh, the content yeah. poet. They have nothing to write about. They need those strong <laughs> emotions. It's like, yes, break my heart, asshole. I get a great poem. You rock. Love you. Bye.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
5: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, oh, I really my love this. Oh, I Christian feel like the awesome.
5: dark lady now. <laughs> I get to be the dark lady standing on the stage. I, change. I mean, She's it would, the one yeah. <laughs> I mean, it
0: would be really fun to choreograph that into a video of you reading that piece.
5: I will you know, do having, that.
0: Having you stand there and do it on a stage. Have you stand there in that in the dark drape and be reading that as behind you we have a scene play out. You know, have actors, Shakespearean style actors, maybe you know, Midsummer's Eve type, playing that out behind you. You know, oh, somehow. you're giving me such great ideas. Uh-huh. You are our Miss Shakespeare for the evening because it really took me to that stage. It really took. It really had that quality, that that feel to it. I absolutely
5: enjoyed it tremendously, Anna. Thank you. I'm so glad I came on tonight. And
0: me too. So is Word Machinist, Jimmy. He's 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 in the chat room drooling. Telling us how
5: good oh, you are. Oh, I you're, just love You're his him.
0: sweetheart and, you know,
5: yeah. I love him. He's so wonderful. Everybody
3: loves but listen,
5: um But uh, listen, you can find me at Anna Donovan, A-N-N-A-D-O-N-O-V-A-N, on Facebook. Love to hear from you. Love to exchange and read each other's poems. And have a great night. And thank you. You blessed me so much tonight.
0: (laughs) You bless us. Thank you, Anna. We'll talk to you soon. All right, dear. All right. Okay, our next caller comes from area code 219. 219, you are on the air.
8: Hey, now, how you doing? This is Brother (laughs) O.
0: Hey, Brother O. It's good to hear from you, honey.
8: Oh, I'm doing good. So, what do you have
0: for us this evening?
8: I have a phone call. Don't make permanent decisions based upon temporary feelings. Go ahead, when
0: You're
8: ready. My dear brothers and sisters We all have those moments Where we say things really don't mean In the heat of the moment Those moments where we lose our tempers And those moments where our emotions Cloud our sound judgment We all have those moments Where we are tempted to Tempted to Will somebody beat somebody down Those moments where we are attempted to put our relatives and friends on blast on social media those moments where we want to cuss and go up on people stupid in this stuff and working on our last nerves. And we have all had those moments where we want to call people everything, every name in the book except the child of God. We all had those moments where we want to see retribution on those who wronged us and mistreated us. Those mothers where we want to seek revenge or those who hurt us or people close to us. And those mothers where we express feelings of jealousy and envy. My dear brothers and sisters, we all have to come to a point where we must consider the consequences of our words and actions. And where we have to accept responsibility and hold ourselves accountable for what we say. You had to come to a point where we have to apologize and ask forgiveness for our part for what we did. You had to come to a point where we have to choose what we we had to respond to. You had to come to a point where you have to reflect on what you did in your past and how those choices and decisions have shaped your present. I dear brothers and sisters, no matter how angry or frustrated you get, no matter how excited or happy you get. No matter how lonely you get, no matter how sad and depressed you get, and no matter what the temptation or urge is, don't make permanent decisions based on, upon temporary feelings and
0: Don't make decisions on temporary feelings.
8: Pretty yeah, awesome there, Brother O. Thank you.
5: Thank huh?
0: You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Are you going to read two tonight for us, hon? Can I request two from you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because normally you don't read two. I have to. I have to like beg, you know.
8: <laughs> no, that that poem when I did finish it the other day, that poem was a, one of my shortest poems I ever wrote. That was one of my shortest ones.
0: I know that's why I said you are reading another <laughs> one. Yeah. That was, that one was just a tease. That was the foreplay. That was the warm-up.
8: The second one is called Five Reasons Why I Keep My Relationship Business Off of Social Media. The first reason why I keep my relationship business off of social media I'm a very private person who keeps a very low profile and minds his own business. And I don't share the intimate details of my relationship for the entire world to see. My girlfriend and I haven't taken a picture together since we started dating over a year ago. And we haven't changed our relationship status on Facebook from single to a relationship. She and I prefer it that way. The second reason why... I keep my relationship business off of social media. When you're single and available, nobody wants to give you the time of the day or even want to go out of the day with you. The minute you announce on social media that you're either in a relationship, engaged, or married on social media, you come the trolls and haters. Everybody, including your exes, want to get back with you all of a sudden. If you want a healthy and happy relationship, Reducing time on social media and connect with people who are successful relationships and thriving marriages. The third reason why I keep my relationship business off of social media: some people will be jealous and envious of you because they are not in relationships and they are unhappy with themselves. Some people straight up nosy, always prying to your personal business and ask and ask you questions. Some people intentionally spread vicious lies and rumors on you and attempt to break up your relationship. And some people apply the scheme to steal your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, or wife because they cannot stand to see you happy. One reason why I keep my relationship business off of social media. Whenever you and your significant other have an argument or disagreement, you should not post that on your personal Facebook, Twitter, or whatever Facebook or Twitter page or whatever social media you may have because everybody wants to chime in with their opinions trying to give relationship advice always sticking your nose in in their personal business which ain't got nothing to do with them I said the final reason why I keep my relationship business off of social media I don't have an issue with informing women that I'm in a healthy relationship. No, I do I have an issue with posting pictures, me and my and join ourselves in the date. However, we choose not to post the intimate details of our relationship on social media because we want our privacy to be respected and formed.
0: You know, I love that you talk about um – you know, don't put your personal relationship stuff on there. And, you know, if you have a problem, if you have a fight, don't post it on there. You know, and I'm thinking about, I mean, you're so true. It's so right. You, you, I mean, what does that tell your significant You know, you know that
3: the person right. you
0: choose to be with in life, that should be the person. You know, for me, if you love somebody, you're the person who's going to stand on the porch with a sword in hand. And as soon as they get walk through, you know, past you and into the house, you stay there on that porch and you fight their demons and their monsters that try to to get into their world. And you fight them away and you protect them from that. When they're inside the house, when they're inside the home, when they're with you, that should be their safe haven in life. And and Mm -hmm. not, you don't take that person and throw them to the wolves. You don't take that person and make them insignificant and say, right. just, that's an asshole, he blah, 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 blah. I was reading a post the other day, and I could bring this up because it, it really made me think about it. But I was reading a post the other day about this young lady who just moved to Utah, and you guys all know that I'm into paleontology and, and um, geology and stuff like that. But she was oh, okay. talking about um, her... She was new to Utah and didn't know where to go out looking for things... Um, and wanted to know if anyone could help her. And um, that she normally so it had to be somewhere safe where she could go alone because her husband did not like going out and looking for rocks with her, was the, mm-hmm. the context of it. And immediately a girl jumps on there. Well, you need to kick him to the curb if he doesn't want to go do stuff to make you happy and find yourself a man who's going to, you know, Go out and do that with you, and I—I I couldn't keep my mouth shut. I had to jump on there immediately. It's like, are you kidding me? You know, love yeah. isn't—love isn't doing something you don't like doing to make her happy. Love is not expecting him to do something he doesn't like to make you happy.
8: Like that's uh, what real love I'll is. Give, I'll give you a perfect example of that. Not, uh, like tomorrow night, I'm going to see. Well, you see the Black Widow, I'm not really into comic books and things like that. I'm not really into uh comic book characters but my girlfriend is so I came up with the idea, like, why would you do something that you know, I may I may not do a whole lot but you you love it. Because because what what was missing is you have to learn of compromise. You may Mm-hmm. I made like like I like poetry. She said she, she really doesn't like being around crowds, so so I basically said, you know, I I said, you know, I, that's okay, you know, I do my poetry like you do what you like to do and um uh, whenever you like whenever you're ready to come out just let me know. Yeah, so that's a perfect Jersey.
0: example of what I said. You know, you're you're going to right. do something you're not right. into to make her happy, and that's okay. But you don't expect her to come to your poetry things that make her uncomfortable. Right. And for me, that's what true love is. You know, I don't need someone to entertain me. I don't need someone to make me happy. I don't need someone to enjoy everything I enjoy right. for them to prove that I'm important to them.
8: Exactly. You know, it's that, okay
0: that's, that's to have a, different interests and things like that. So great job on a,
8: that, sweetheart. I was about to say, that's the beauty, that's the beauty of our relationship, basically. You know, we learn to compromise. You know, me comes in middle ground in between. You know, that's what more people have to understand. It's not all about what you want, what you like. You got it to give and take. Every mm-hmm. successful relationship is give
9: and take I say that I say
0: that real love is not expecting him To do something That he doesn't like doing Just to make you happy But right. the flip side of that coin Because everything always has two coins Like you're talking about Is that you know real love is Going and doing something You don't particularly like Even though you're not expected to to make them happy. Right. See, that's the way that should read. Fantastic job, sweetie. Tell everyone how to find you.
8: Uh, I can be found on Facebook, Omar, Brother, O'Gavin. Uh, I'll nominated for three national Spoken Word awards. Uh, I got a lot of, lot of things coming up. I got several things coming up, like all of my performances, uh, Thirty first I'm doing a porch and jazz event. You know, I'm one of the featured performers there. That's in the city of Chicago and I'm excited to do this a porch and jazz because I like jazz, you know, I love jazz
3: music.
8: Mhm. But people don't know. One type of music I love is jazz and it's calm and relaxing. So, uh, just check me out. Just check check out what I got going on. As I always say, you can support every week. Perfect.
0: All right, sweetheart, we'll talk to you next week.
8: Yes, I'll be back.
0: Cool. And have fun. It sounds like you have some really fun things coming up. So excited for those. And we'll talk to you soon, hon.
8: Hey, now, I'll talk to you next week.
0: All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 832. 832, you're on the air. Soldier Blue. Hmm. Soldier Blue, are you there? Soldier, Soldier Blue, where are you? We want to hear a poem now. It's kind of like Scooby-Doo, huh? All right, so we're going to put Brother, or not Brother, oh, I'm sorry. We're going to put Soldier Blue back on hold. I'm talking loud so maybe you can hear me. I'll probably put him to sleep, huh? Uh, we'll put him back on hold and come back and get him. Let's go ahead and grab area code 615. 615, you're on the air.
10: Nyla, it's funny that you would sing the Scooby-Doo um, thing because <laughs> one of my poems has that kind of topic right there. How
0: are you? <laughs> you and I are all seren- always serendipitously con- connected. Somewhere. I didn't even say that word right. I can't. There's, everyone's all triple words because I still have that plastic retainer in my mouth. And so my tongue gets caught and I can't say words. It's so funny. That's one of them, obviously. Yeah. But. You know, we, all, we there's always those weird coincidences when something's going on with you and I. It's weird. It's like, yeah. you know, we're... Missed you. I am glad you're here.
10: Thank you. So Thank
0: you. How, how does the poem have Scooby-Doo in it?
10: Uh, we'll find that out a little bit later.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how you've been. What you got going on?
10: Uh, Well, it's quiet over here at the job, and I finally get the opportunity to call in.
0: That makes me happy. Yes. What are you going to share with us?
10: Well, I I have two poems. The first one is called Another Poem About Nothing. I had to fire my psychiatrist for saying, stop stressing without getting to the bottom of why I do. Her name is Lucy, and the cost of the session was five cents. I guess I got what I paid for. She tried one time to use sports therapy with music provided by a tribe called Quest. Can I kick it, I asked myself. I always believe I can. She yanked the ball, being distracted. I went free-falling more than Tom Petty. Landing on my back, and then she said, how long did I have this problem? Silly me, I answered, since I met you. Another five cents down the drain. Maybe if I didn't wear this yellow shirt with the jagged black stripe all the time, I could step up to that little redheaded girl and kick the rhyme. But she sees me as neurotic. My, psych, my psychiatrist's brother is my best friend. So there's this conflict of interest. He's got this psychological spin mixed with the spiritual, but he carries a security blanket even though he's broke. My little sister is feeling him, but he has no time for commitments because he has this asphyxiation with huge pumpkins. I think he's a breast man. While his sister, the psychiatrist, has this fatal attraction for a blonde-haired jazz pianist who's all about his music and his craft and has no time or the patience for groupies. Then there's this alpha female who wears Birkenstocks and flannel, channeling her inner Kurt Cobain or Eddie Vedder, having a hidden, twisted affection for me. Man, I really thought her and her bespectacled friend were lesbians. I got a teacher who speaks muted trombone. Who needs more subtitle translations than Troy Landry from Swamp People. And I got a dog who thinks he's Joe Montana mixed with a World War II pirate shooting down all his enemies. I think he has post-traumatic stress disorder. Maybe he needs to go and see Lucy. Dag Nabbit, another nickel spent on my life's problems. Why is everybody always picking on me? Crooked smile coming. In
0: peace. I cannot tell you how much I love that poem. I love it. I love it. I freaking love it a thousand times. I love it. I can't stop saying it. I love it. That was so flipping fun. I can't even tell you.
10: Yeah, I had fun writing this one.
0: <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Where in the hell did that one come from? What made you sit down and decide, oh, I'm going to write a poem about Charlie Brown?
10: And make it um, updated and... <laughs> hmm now, I don't know. It's just I was just thinking about it because I always say that's my psychiatrist, and I pay five cents for it.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's awesome. I'm I'm absolutely impressed. That is the one. That is just that's two fun. It's probably one of the funniest things I've heard in a long time. Very good job. Yes. Very cool. Thank you. You're welcome. So, what's your next piece, hon?
10: My next piece is called Pent Up and Set Up from the Penthouse or Plantation, whichever comes first. I wish you never seen this side of me. I tried deliberately to control my emotions. My simmering, furious-style aim fire straight at authority who should have known not to test my nerve endings and send me into a place where my throat upchucked vocabulary vomit honestly I didn't want to however three months prior he talked to me like I was a disobedient child instead of a man now he started Armageddon I carried myself as a genuine gentleman never letting anyone see me sweat the details but my rage initiated and cascaded over three pieces of chicken that I wanted for dinner but it wasn't scheduled so my temper is measured by the redness as I'm stressing about everyday corrections. Vain swelling. I immediately left my dwelling, away from my private detective girlfriend who treated me like a meddling kid. Closed the door, I'm yelling like a banshee in my mystery machine backseat. Scooby and Shaggy is taking drags off weed behind effeminate Alan, horny Velma, and that virgin Daphne said I quit my ex because she acts like ex-lax laxative. It's a wonder how I lasted this long with all the crap she gave. I wish I turned with Sting to raise money for my amnesty. But then my boss yells, put your mask on. Why did he challenge my manhood? I boomed my voice emphatically. I just got in the door, damn it, can't you see? He said, okay, don't get ugly. I wanted to say, trust me, you don't want none of me. Tired of this man-made virus trying to imprison my mind. What you looking at with your piercing eyes ready to define me? I'm ready to rip through barbed wire and be guilty like Barbara Streisand riding on gangster white wall tires. But I'm thankful for what I've got as I ask God for his guidance. I'm going to treat this day as dead on arrival. And now... Please join me for a moment of silence and peace.
0: <laughs> I think we've all had those days where we're going to announce some dead DOA, dead on arrival. It says, I, I just just stay just I'm it doesn't exist. I'm done with it. We're just going to ride it out and it's gone. This an awesome now the piece.
10: Boss situation, I love
0: this could be
11: doing it It really too. did
10: happen. <laughs> But, yeah, I said I was going to put a little Scooby and Shaggy up in this.
0: (laughs) I love it. You know, it's weird. Everybody has a type. And when I was little, this kind of tells you my type, but when I was little, I was so in love with Shaggy. And I was so in love with Gilligan on Gilligan's Island. You know, the the goofy fun ones, those are the ones I like.
10: (laughs) No, you like Gilligan, but I always had a problem with them being – on that island for that long, you got all those trees there, but you can build a stage, you can build a radio, you can't build a boat.
0: I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> they built those huts, just lashed the walls together.
10: Unbelievable.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was in the script, hon. It's in the script.
10: Well, it was in the 60s, but no better. That's not that deep.
0: I mean, if the Vikings could navigate it, you know, I'm sure they should have been able to. They were, yeah. just only, they were only on a three-hour tour, after all.
10: So all right, I right, know the skipper should have been fired.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, honey, tell everyone how to find you.
10: You can find me at facebook.com backslash Clarence Ferguson, Jr., or you can find in the public room. Oh, C double. That's after C double. C letters double. The number thirty-four. Music and friends.
0: Perfect. Thank you. Great job tonight, Clarence.
10: Thank you. Hope to see you next week.
0: I will be here. All Thanks. All right. Man. Thank you much. All right. All right. Our next caller comes from Maria Code, eight four eight. 848, you are on the air.
3: Good
11: evening. Hey, sweetie, how are you? Oh, I guess I should think Then I would be. Hold on. Freaking computer glitch. And I have to make sure I remember my freaking zip code, area code. Like I don't think about that often. (laughs) Until <laughs> on Thursday, it's like eight four eight. That's all that's going on in my head. Eight four freaking eight. Okay, hang on. Oh God, Zooks. Hey, how's are you already been through that, or is all your heat wave done, or that was last week or two weeks ago? It's Currently not
0: so bad here. No. We're okay. okay. So
11: that, that's past. But hey, yeah. and. And thanks for playing that audio clip two weeks ago. if you remember I do okay. remember okay, cool. That other thing I could explain that's part of the lyrics I supplied for a band from Russia, and the uh-huh. lyrics themselves are like they're not pop lyrics, it's like imagery based so if you if I were to read it, it would sound like you no know, imagery poetry. You get in a lot of trouble for it. They weren't quite into that. They wanted very much. Uh, every rose has its thorn, kind of knuckleheady stuff. <laughs> yeah. And
1: so that led to
11: a lot of. I don't really talk about it much. Anyhow, that's all. So thanks <laughs> for playing that. But any of that, you know, that's why it sounded like that. It was you know, nineteen eighty nine. So it's a big album. It's all that good stuff. So I don't mind much. But the lyrics themselves are, you know, they're pretty good. So be it. What do I care? Okay. This place is a dream. Only a sleeper considers it real. Then death comes like dawn and you wake up laughing at what you thought was your grief. That's a Ruby poem. Hey, you have a prompt word? Do what? I'm sorry. Those prompts you were talking about earlier? Yeah, Yeah, could you Uh throw one out? Like, could you give me one, please? Any of them? Yeah, whatever one you think. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay, let's do, uh, oh, why are these, why are these? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, come on, don't there. We go. My, okay, yeah. I found him. I found him. I it's scrolled awesome down too. Forgot. Um, forget forgetfulness is a form of freedom.
11: Forgetfulness is a form of freedom, or you're in jail, or you're a conspiracy freak thinking your vaccine isn't real. Forgetfulness is a form of freedom and time out of mind. And the sequences break, and the myriad eyes grasp upon its future, present and past. and upon a last path, the visions fade into the gray haze and in pers- in perspective, upon a last path, these memories will never fade, for it will be the last time we had ever talked. And the last thing one had said to each other will echo throughout will echo throughout. I keep searching, but it's not there. So what are you looking for? The hate in our hearts. Oh, that's because there isn't any. End poem. <laughs>
0: Fantastic job, sweetheart. Yeah, that you was me awesome. them out.
11: No, it's bad. Lazy. lazy no, it was bad. fun. It's fun. Oh, super fun. I was being all full of myself. Yeah, I've been lazy, but I... Got off the couch. I've been, you know, doing a mile a day. Whatever. It's either 100 degrees or it's raining. And I got <laughs> that second hit, that freaking second hit of Moderna. It freaking stuff's a knockout. And you're psychosomatic. You're not sure if it's the ultimate placebo because you're done. Like, you won't need another one. You know, and all the larger in life and half a million of your citizens dead. And there's no truck drivers There's no bus drivers There's no stagehands It's like really weird So F all those anti-maskers And anti-vax people You know, go stay in Missouri Stay in Florida Because you're messing up And we're wondering where we're going to be in two years Anyhow, Thursdays, <laughs> huh? You know what? What's that? <laughs> My zip code is 848 See? bad. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for letting me do whatever. You're welcome, sweetheart. (laughs) Too much fun. Okay. What are we promoting this week? Gem Records. Gem Records celebrate Brian Wilson. Gem Records celebrate John Lennon. It's really good. They're older musicians. Richard Barone, they would be from the Bongos. It's very East Coast, I reckon, since we're international. So if you're looking for some good things, that's what we're promoting this week. Gem Records celebrates Brian Wilson. The art, okay, here's part of the rules. Your follow-up has to be at least as good or obviously better. Okay. So the art design in the follow-up is atrocious. And so, you know, that's not for us to determine, but we would get yelled at. So someone didn't micromanage the art design. So, you know, we don't have that problem because we're, you know, abused and tortured. So your (laughs) follow-up always has to be, you know, at least better in the right place. You just don't want to blow away your previous work. You want everything, you know, have a have a continuum, and then, you know, you lead up to, you know what I mean, what I'm trying to say? I do. Sure you do, cause we're grown up. Okay, <laughs> what am I reading? All kinds of dippy stuff. We're okay here, it's fun, but, you know, the air conditioning has to be on, and we're all right. How are you? I'm
0: doing really well. I'm having a really good night tonight, I'll tell you.
11: Yeah, tonight's a piss or good fun. Thanks, thanks for letting me goof out. I don't care. No self-promotion. My head will explode. All is well. Be at peace. Yes, you promise? Always. Yeah, be all that. Be kind. Fuck that. Those guys started it. In, okay, so it's July 4th. You know, local stores. The dude's wearing a Trump hat, being all, you know, uh, so insurrectionist. And the person next to me hears it, her eyes kind of go back. And his wife, like, says something, you know, in her diaper or whatever. And he's like, or er, Art er, says something. I'm like, yeah. You know why you're wearing that hat on July 4th. You're the one making the statement. It means not around here. We rule. Thank you. <laughs>
0: you're very welcome.
11: <laughs> Ouch.
0: All right, baby, we'll talk to you soon, honey. All right, I am going to check with Soldier Blue, 832, see if he's back with us. Soldier, are you there, honey?
3: Oh, oh or let's hey.
0: Glad Where you're going? here. I couldn't find you the first time. I'm sorry, I looked everywhere.
9: No, uh, I just, actually, i has been a hard day today.
3: So,
0: I'm glad you're here.
9: And,
3: yeah.
9: And, uh... Oh, Okay. I'm trying to get things together here. Uh, there we go. All right. Let's see. Yeah, this uh, this work is, is, is entitled "We Ourselves." We ourselves followed ourselves onto the battlefield. No we failed ourselves in the shadows. Blood rich without reek, imbued with smoke and wonder, Schwarze. And so it is. We have burned the last of the fables and the candles wax, leaving the wax where it lays to shine floors, silence hinges, drawers for letters and secrets so sealed. We divulge our lives, sift separated as one continuous skein of color-dyed sinew. The crystal shear of the wind that will always rise above the marrow and the mire of conflict. The crows have watched our progress from afar. And they have spoken to the ravens that soar upon the thunder thermals of rage and outrage. Give a long for me, as the shadow wolves draw nigh, and they will only wait for night, the nocturnal fall of water smoke. Igish the first tailing sparkle of the evening star at sunset. We have seen ourselves to the righteousness, divine the meanings of love and family. The people, we the people always comes before all else. We have suffered our myriad shortfalls of selfishness of what we thought we should receive and now, now that we are ready to drop the soft clay of our flesh, let we'll us see that. Yes, we leave it all behind, sifted and burned under ash in our footsteps, and their prayers bless that our children will do better than we at protecting what is sacred. Oh, me. Life. It is no bad thing to die. We have found our peace knowing, understanding that people will survive. We take that as our final gift. Say goodbye unto us now. We are the ghost road born, and we are always walking our way home. Thank you.
0: That was a heartache to experience. It was very powerful, Soldier Blue.
9: Thank you. I uh, was uh, well, you know, with everything that's been going on, and it's uh, there The latest uh, count has been. 1,505 remains have been found at the seven schools that they've actually uh, investigated in school sites. And there's only 497 to go. So I can imagine what's going to be next as far as some of the things that come up with that. Yeah, this piece has always been one that I enjoyed, and so I'm bringing it out again. It's uh, it's called But Then. We lead the way through wars we knew nothing about, but then we weren't fighting for them. We we'll going... We forged a path through tears, bloodshed and skin scarred agony and the wrong But then our strength for survival was not gathered for them. We have struck deals, made compacts and agreements to whit we have adhered to the letter as they never could lies, poisoned thoughts broken a literary rebel mounded before them as if ready for burial okay. so many tombstones for such offensive language, language to which the profess ignorance of their own terminology, but then we didn't sign our flesh to those deals for them. We have seen our peoples die from starvation, from behind paper walls and a cherry fire. The charred remains at our feet, not even enough for. A ceremonial wrap of binding to a burial tree. We have watched our old ones suffer daily in the shadows of someone else's progress. We were told we could too sink our teeth into the arterial mass of our mother, help with her destruction. Some of us chose the liquid mask of liquor some of us left the best of ourselves with the bones of our old ones as if we could shed our structures of DNA like a snake would its old skin but then we did not make our choices for them mon père qui Some of us stand between two cooking pots with a groaning hunger, painted shades of indecision on our faces. uh, Some few of us make sacrifice to feed the peoples, our way of life, collective spirit, all the clay of human beings. There remain those who walk the way of healing, sometimes reeling from the tidiousness of prejudice, contempt, threatened for carrying forward what is their truth. It is said, and properly so, that the problems never change, nor the answers that can affect return to self. But then, we did not become professions of truth, of dance ceremony, nor earth medicines for them. Ghost Road Born Most of us upon our night journeys travel alone, walked by, walking, blessing, by the spirit kind Working with our hands, giving what we have to those who need us most in this life, ensuring their survival, there are numbers of great tragedy statistics of OD, inebriated, the branded burdens of killing, victimologies, and suicide. Drowned bones wedged into the weave, gift with gifts, gaka. An eternal flood They have seen too much, saved too little of themselves. Absence of opportunity for a bound as we are deep within to the roots of Holocaust, genocide, the one they won't recognize. We live in shadow play every time we bother to wake up. We are the ghost road born, walking all of them home, making sure they are none of them left alone. But then we didn't, we don't die for them. <laughs>
3: Piece. Wow. Wow.
0: Incredibly emotional.
9: Just uh, kind of an overview and terms of kinda of like looking at history. Looking at what's going on. You know, we have the war without and the war within. We have to deal with the wars that our grandparents still fight with the memories of what they went through.
3: Mhm.
9: And, you know, the last uh, official closing that I could find uh, with the boy reference to the boarding schools was like uh, 1992. And that, you know, if you think about that in terms of, you know, the experience of we're the ones who have to hold their hands. when they wake up in the middle of the night screaming, <laughs> trying to hold on to what they have left of themselves. And because they went through it, guess what? we go through it. I do. So to sit there and try to say, you know, something like that, I'll just get over it. It's like, you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about if you can say that. Now one shred of insight. And You know, like I say, there's like 497 other school sites still not, you know, still not uh, investigated for such discoveries, so it's going to be a long time before this stuff ever ends in terms of uh, the... uh, Closeness of that reality and all yeah. that's attached to it. So anyway, I got a, I had another piece that I wanted to read in uh, that vein, but I, I hadn't uh, gotten it blocked out yet, and I'm not going to half-ass the reading of anything in that nature. So that'll be something that I read next week.
0: We're always here for you every week.
9: Yes, indeed. (laughs) And you can find me on uh, Facebook. It's under Rafe Wild and then in parentheses. You'll see the name Soldier Blue. That's me as well. If I can ever find the friggin' time. I'm going to start uh, adding on some more episodes of the uh, podcast and get some uh, newer works out there, works like you know that they're dealing with these subjects that I'm uh, dealing with now. Uh, in the next uh, several weeks, hopefully, I'm going to be able to do that.
1: So. Oh, and,
9: um, and, I'm sorry. And... And then the podcast name is Red Earth One. And just uh, put that all together like one word, uh, capitalizing the R, and the E, and the O. And that's, uh, okay, that's yeah, the that probably helps, podcast. huh? Yeah, I was sitting there getting all lost in the in the mumbling of. So, yeah, it's like, yeah. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's the name of it, Red Earth One. Yeah. And uh, you can find it in at least eight uh, different podcasts platforms that I'm aware
0: of. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. I'm really glad you were here tonight. I'm glad that you shared with us, and I'm hoping you'll be back next week.
9: well I will. Like I said, I've got some more stuff to block out and uh, put down in a uh, uh, readable form.
0: Awesome. Perfect. All right, hun. we'll talk to you soon.
9: Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Miss Mallet, for this platform discussion. You. As always.
0: Thank you. See ya hon. Yes, ma'am. All right. Kind of give the next three callers to let you know where you are in the lineup. We are having some issues with the lines. If you are trying to call in and can't, you are getting that fast busy signal. Please keep trying. It will let you in eventually. Our next three callers are going to be coming from area code 770, 832, and 501. So listen up. You'll be coming up very soon. Let's grab 770. 770, you are hopefully on the air. Are you on the air with me? I am.
12: Yeah, I'm here. I am here. I am here. Can you hear me? (laughs)
0: I can hear you. How are you, sweetheart?
12: I'm good. I wonder if you recognize my voice. My name is Jack Varnell, and I owe you a very public apology, which I'm making now, and I'm back home, okay? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a couple pieces um, a little bit. Um, Well, I'll just read them. Um, This one is called Cocaine Psychosis. Okay, let's just get this out there. Nobody really wants to, so, of course, I'll jump right in. Remember, now, the option to feel sorry for me or to write a check is absolutely no sin, but let's talk about this. Lay it all out on the table, so to speak, and use a blade and look for some dissecting lines here. I mean, we are face-to-nose and nose-to-powder, and we need to wait for the base to dry to just enough. Because, you know, the spoon is way over there. And kitchen butane wasn't always a thing. Ricky and Richard taught us about ether and alcohol. So we just wait, just in case. Plus, the sound of the crackle, well, that's just a bonus. Some suspected Michael, too, but not me. I mean, why would you fight off the narcotics and the benzos? The little boy from Neverland, he never believed in war. But not all the relief lives in the jungle or Miami. It does come from China, sometimes for decades before we even know it's an issue. And that truth will get slammed against us with Big Pharma at the helm. But damn, that boy could sing and dance. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about the skin that can't breathe and the closed-in spaces that make you rip off your clothes just so your pores can get air. And let's not forget about how there is absolutely no choice because those same pores are screaming at you through the silence that you have so carefully curated. But the sound you heard is the wind, and it's – might be room 242 It is not Satan It is not silence And no it is not the sound of the man's engine He is always Always an hour from being, being Right around the corner If you want the shit Shut the fuck up away Did you expect Or are you surprised by how involved The voices of the furniture may have been Shh I'm listening And how they whispered about The predictable they are coming Shh. You can almost hear them. They're leaning in, 47 degrees due north and east-south. Of course there's more. Get off the floor. Get the fibers off your nose, you idiot. It's on the table. Look for what you think you dropped tomorrow when, you, when you'll when you need it. You still have the stash for tonight, dumbass. But before we do, please let me lie to you. I'll do it so well for the first few times that you'll pay me. And and I'll get a lot more to talk about if it's worth it to you. How much? I'll be right back. I just think we should clear the air. They say that the base is free, but it still does need airspace to vaporize all of the dreams. Plus, they robbed me at the dope spot. You got any cash? And later on, you'll get my point if you follow my prescription. You know, the one from Dr. B that you use on the 15th of every month and use the name Jimmy Smith. It's just like that stuff from Peru, but it's synthetic. That means it's clean and pure, not some jungle kerosene fish scales. And Jimmy Jones is only every 90 days. Don't forget, or you'll go to jail. And meanwhile, in your pants, your Swiss Army knife may be whispering something about the they who are going to show up as well. What's the solution? Stack the furniture against the door. Of course, you've got to carefully unscrew it from the wall using your modern Swiss pocket tool technology. There's no need to put the pants back on, just reach in the pocket. Since you've been planning it, it would be a good idea to have another sip of water in the next hour or so. But for now, how's that base? Is it dry yet? You'll realize within the next four hours or so of doing some strange Swiss army dance with furniture that used to be on the wall, that, that, was, that what was behind the curtain was a really big glass window, and you are short of furniture. You are short of tall furniture, and you'd have to see what's under there if you decide to use a mattress. No way, cocaine. Not today. I better put it back on the wall because, shit, they are in here already. <laughs> and now I've gone and locked myself in. How am I going to escape? This is not in the movies. There is no bathroom window, and I'm on the freaking 10th floor. Just don't run upstairs in case of emergency. You go down to to the hallway down to the end, go down the steps to the plaza level, all the way next door to Kelly's bar and hide because they know you in there. The good day versus the bad day i have to I have to remember that yeah, it's pretty much harder to put it back on the wall than it was to take it off. Swiss Army steel bands bend eventually, and they get slippery when they're sweat. Remember this furniture story for the next time after you stop, and then you start again, at least once, maybe more. Who, me? Let's talk about this, all of us, and I'll put the mirror back on the wall soon. We'll get right down to it. Just me and you and you and you and wait. Who the fuck are you? Shh. And whisper for a reason. End poem.
0: Wow. So how was that intense? How intense was that to write?
12: <laughs> it, by the time I wrote it, it was not. <laughs> it's more intense to read it, put it that way.
0: That's well, good. We haven't heard uh, from you in a long time. It's good to hear from you. And uh, that was pretty incredible. Pretty pretty awesome debut back to the show.
12: Well, I, I got another piece if we got time. And I don't, don't mm-hmm. want to bastardize any time, so. Can um, you tell me? No, we've got time. All right. This one is called No Evidence. Uh, there is absolutely no evidence that lives were impacted or that changes were made. I'm afraid that the results have far outlived the carefully laid presentation of plans and the idea of legacy. Well, that at this stage of the game, that's kind of folly. It's pretty easy to remember or forget while you're still breathing. There are those that got the best parts, the imagination that was required to blaze past being forgotten after the last breath became untenable, loved and touched. And that made a difference in the push to love and be loved out of the dark guilt that kept me warm. I found pain relief in you until you couldn't see that I was in pain. The glow you had when you shined on me made that transformation complete. It was warm and golden and complete It was back in the days of Scandinavian furniture and those socially rewarding clubhouses that came with the singles apartment complexes. I just wanted to check in and make sure that you had all you needed. Likely I won't be around when the decades move move you to resurface again. The best of what I had, my timing, of course, was a bit skewed. I thought my best, and how I'd learned to love you and work a longer-term plan to our forever might just be enough. There was a race to personal redemption, though, and that may have clouded my vision. Of course it's my fault, because you gave up. What was left of me, I apportioned appropriately and applied it with sufficient force to maintain the hope and life and love and the promises and the vows and the lofty visions that were all presented as carrots that were ready for the beatings that were promised by the sticks. I mean, God a home love family and the certainty of a partner who would do what they say and say what they mean all the way to the point. They no longer have to, I mean, come on, really? I found the hole where all the good shit leaks out. I just simply look up and I can see the sky and that's a nice break. But in the end, it reveals that I'm still in a fucking hole. And I'm finding it difficult to crawl out of the hole that I find myself in, I'm difficult to find the one person that that I wouldn't let down so much that they'd run. Work harder for the little things and take peeks at what it might look like, like flea market Art Nouveau or deco blue glass and armoires to hold the crap, not the clothing, in the first house to have electricity in the county. Held up on jacks underneath since the 1970s. You know, Jack held up since the 1970s, so the press was perceived as a band-aid on the place that, that was letting the good shit out. I wasn't meeting expectations, and there's nothing as painful as being full of love to give in a world that has judged it to be defective. They said that if I paid attention to the spiritual, that the rest would work itself out. The funny thing is the physical and the mental worlds have not changed, and no one else has done what they promised. So what the hell do I believe now? It's getting more difficult. I don't even seem to fit in on these stupid new TV shows. There aren't sitcoms or dramas or realities where I feel comfortable, much less a fucking box office. I've always felt left of center and left out just like a track of sound that gets left out of the mix. Everything real is seen through gauze, served with the shimmer that blinds from focus. And again and again and again, no explanations. It's like a Kodak slide carousel gone mad. I should have known that an engagement ring written on the inside of a Punch Maduro Rabu- Robusto cigar band was the beginning of Never Enough. Chasing love has ruined my life and stolen all my time. And I just wanted to be believed that I qualified from the Salem tree and wearing a tuxedo to the same place named after that guy in out Atlanta. Sometimes I feel myself trapped in the spaces between the houses and, and that same bedroom, the top right corner above the, all the other split levels. And if I had inherited my birthright, would you be here today? It's Tony Paco's pickles all the way from Toledo and homemade hummus with pita and veggies. Salsa, always fucking salsa, and homemade fettuccine once a week. Actual homemade pasta noodles, too, twice a week. And for a while, we shared that with the lesbian neighbors that rescued Rottweilers, one of whom worked on the SWAT team. Who knew that Rottweilers could do sheep herding and that they excelled in Poland?
0: Wow! And always you bring that surprising imagery The surprising the, the things that Just kind of make you stop and stutter And say did he just say that and You have a really uncanny way Of bringing the unusual together in, in your poetry It's just awesome
12: Well thank you very much That means an awful lot coming from you And I've done a lot of work To get it where it is So it's nice to hear
0: very good job
12: Thank you so, so much
0: You're very welcome my darling Are you going to read a second one?
12: Um, that was the second one remember Oh that's Something right was the first one. <laughs>
0: I'm just getting old It's, all, it's, all,
2: it's
12: various <laughs> It's various kinds of heartbreak I have all kinds <laughs> Yes I have plenty more but no I won't take all the time <laughs> I will tell everybody how to get a hold of me And encourage you to please do so Because I need eyeballs where I live as well um, my name is Jack Varnell. You can track me on Facebook. I'm all over the internet as uh, the emotional orphan. It's generally usually just one word, and um I have a new podcast called Social Yet Distance that is poetry in nature where we do interviews, book releases, there's all kind of stuff and if you haven't heard it already, you're thirty episodes behind of some really powerful stuff that I'd love for you guys to share and Enjoy and uh, A lot of craft a lot of just Outstanding poetry from all over the world And that's kind of what we do So um, have a Listen and reach out if there's Something of interest to you And um, thanks for letting me Have the space
3: You're very welcome social, it's great to hear social, From you, Jack
12: Did I say that socially at distance Dot com mm-hmm. Okay I I said it again. See how I did that? (laughs)
3: Thank you so (laughs) much. I saw that.
12: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Naila. I appreciate it. And I appreciate the space. Everybody else, good night.
0: Good night, and we'll talk to you soon. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code 832.
13: 832, you're on the air. Hi, Naila.
0: Hey, sweetheart,
13: how are you? Oh, uh, just hanging in there. And I've been missing to come here since few weeks, but I did some work, so today I'm feeling like as if I'm facing an exam.
0: <laughs> no, not here. Here you're just everything's easy peasy, you're okay.
13: Okay. Um I have a couple of things or a little more than that, but it's all complicated. So um, it's some kind of exercise where I realize what my dreams were and what they had changed from what I used to be. And still whatever dream is still there with me. And few other lines. Okay. I still dream about school once in a while. Recurring dreams of childhood. Mom was left alone, and there was fire around the house, and she needed to be rescued. Dad went to work, kids at school, she was alone. It was scary, yellow flames with red tongues coming to us as if. They 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 were divorced, but she was not shouting, and she was not stuttering. She took a bucket of water and cleared the fire away. And recent dreams. He comes to me and looks at me sleepy-eyed and loved the way he would touch my bare skin. It was alluding as he tried to kiss me, but reached for only, reached for my lips, I look at him with all Strangeness just as he was about to land his kiss, only to find that what a dream it was and there is no one. Except that far away on one side I hear my snoring husband and laugh at myself. <laughs> And another dream is about, I like the dream to return only so as I will not turn my head away in case he comes again. Also the other day I dreamt of myself as if Govind was cuddling me and we were climbing mountains, running away with small, into small caves and swinging over the clouds, climbing trees as if it was full of laughter. I even dreamt of us flying in the room as if I was Peter Pan's shadow, and and poem, and continuing with part two of that. And this is called "Not for Trade." Last night I dreamt I was in your arms. We filled our world with endless love and sweetest romance. I dreamt we were flying over the urban mountains. Utah mountains, and crossing into a depth of a different world. Find ourselves going around in oceans and climbing huge Himalayan depths. Of course, we had tea and biscuits overlooking those cliffs of the Kanchanjanga. With golden sun rays bathing the turf of Pahalgam Hills and valleys, I thought... We even went by Darwin Street in coolest of the weather, wearing our warmest long coats. It was a dream. I could pay with my life, although hundreds of people out there would give their life to be inside these four do- doors and in my shoes, under the same roof with you. Even if it is 30 years, and still we are counting to find a holiday of choice. End poem. That was beautiful.
0: All of them were just amazing, Uma.
13: And I have one call oh, if we still have time. That is, if we have time.
0: I look at the board,
13: it's just a I few lines, just writing, and I thought That's I fine. Should go say. ahead go ahead um I may not be a great writer, maybe no greatness in anything, despite all I am existing, however, wish I am little more of something that which is unique in every being, yet I am nothing other than existing. End <laughs>
0: That was awesome. That was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Great job, sweetheart.
13: Thank you, Naila, and you all are you you all are the inspiration for me if I come here and then wrote about it. Some lines come up and I share them with you. That's all it is today.
0: Well, we appreciate it very much. Do me a favor, love, and tell everyone how they can come find you.
13: I'm usually at home. They can call me. They can come over. Miss Naila knows my address also. If not, it's not a difficult thing to find out. And Miss Naila can tell each one to find me on Speak Easy Case or Cafe now and then. Coming from East, I still call it a cave, but I'm just called carefully. So,
0: <laughs> but just so you know, I am absolutely not giving anyone your address so they can just come over and visit you. That's not going to happen.
13: <laughs> see, Stop emailing you me, you guys. do <laughs> for you.
0: Knocking on it your door. You I'll give nice you a cookie win. if you read me a poem. <laughs>
13: We'll do that, definitely. Cookie for
3: <laughs>
13: Too funny. All
0: right, my sweet. Appreciate you so much, and we will talk to you next week?
13: Yes, ma'am. We'll do that.
0: Awesome. All right, Uma. Thank you, honey.
13: Thank you, Naina. Salutes to you all.
0: You as well. All right. So I'm really having some issues here, guys. The board is not responding to me at all. I've got area code 501, and I see area code 503. I've got you guys on here. Don't hang up. Don't move. Don't press any buttons. I can't press any buttons right now. So what I am going to do real quick is I am going to play an audio track, and I am going to do some magic here, so that I can be able to unmute you guys i'm I'm trying to do it as I talk, so I don't have to do that, but it's not working. It's still not working. five, four, three, two, one, yeah, it's not gonna happen. All right, so I'm going to play a piece called uh, Chesapeake Economy by Casey Rousseau. And while it's doing that, 501, 503, hold tight. I'll be back with you shortly, and uh, we'll get this taken care of. All
13: right, here you go.
14: Carrington wants me to read to him like his mother doesn't. The screens rest their flat, pixeled eyes on him every morning. He is five and a fistful of rocks, light collapsing somewhere beyond his irises. We play with the globe in the basement. It asks him locations of oceans and countries. When he turns away to play basketball, the globe repeats, Can you find Africa? Can you find Africa? Oh, baby Jamestown, the war and could have brought you down, but you're at the fellows in all the red meadows. This is what it's come to. These suburbs from Powhatan's factions. All these houses are identical siblings, and their cars the telltale birthmarks. This house cluttered with televisions and cleanliness, the cupboard of perfume, a bathroom for every bed in a three-story duplicate mini mans My brother's hands are never empty. They penciled his birthday into their checkbooks. I used to sleep on a plastic-wrapped couch when I would visit my biological father in Roxbury Projects when he still lived with his mother. Tonight, he's probably filling the gas tank of his Escalade and thinking about the significance of A Dutch ship accidentally landed at Jamestown and traded 20 negars with the English for supplies. The first Africans paying the ultimate cover charge to get into the world's best nightclub. The man half responsible for my birth calls me white girl. He is a black Republican who owns things for a living. His wife, Annie, won't let her 18-year-old son drive her jaguar through the hood because Baltimore's murder rate is too high, but she owns property there, and someone's gotta manage it. One time I watched her yell, Hood rat! Get out trash! at a tenant from her throne in the escalade like she wasn't embarrassed by her real hair, like she didn't used to throw down in Dorchester. Malls, taxes drop on for freeways and malls. The chorus stands tall. It sings poverty. No, it don't bother me. Orlando, Thanksgiving hotel room filled with what would become two weeks worth of leftovers if we were in maryland when the caribbean woman who works for housekeeping knocks, annie flung her index finger in the direction of what wasn't vacuumed the day before offers the woman nothing but orders that december they spent sixteen hundred dollars renting a tent for a christmas party chiseled out of someone else's bible pages montega bay jamaica my cousin's wedding Sidewalk men flat-backed on cardboard over a hundred degrees outside. The taxi is air-conditioned. Downtown, the fruit markets are bruised. Overripe. July. Carrington says, These people look like they're getting ready to die. Can you find Africa? I spend the week drinking heavily, staring at an unfamiliar ocean or watching James Bond and wondering if I am guilty. Annie speaks in a Jafakan accent at Miss Ruth, our personal chef who lives on the resort full time and tells the old woman, We're black. We like to eat. Oh, I guess you are too. We're African American. Tells her, We will to take you back to America and have you cook at me house. Three hundred years back, there were black slaveholders nestled in the pockets of the south no one much likes to talk about it but they kept property too call the Escalade Bootstrap. He drives me to the airport while juggling two cell phones and pressing 80. Harrington is silent in the back seat, placated by the video screen hanging down. I want to ask about my grandfather, the one who was murdered for $4 and some change. He was a successful man who drank too much. The scenery flies by and thins out. I am silent. Where the trees go, hey, where's the new world?
0: That was Casey Rochelle with Chesapeake Economy. So let's go ahead and try our callers again, see if I can get anyone on. Area code 501, are you with me?
15: 501 is unmuted.
0: Oh, my goodness. Thank goodness. Oh, I'm starting to feel <laughs> like very alone here, all by myself.
15: Right. <laughs> no, we was here, but just couldn't hear.
0: Oh, I'm glad to hear a voice. How are you, sweetheart? Introduce yourself to everyone.
15: Um. This is, uh, Jess J. I'll try to remember what name I go by here. <laughs> you never um, be he re- responds neither. well
0: to, oh, hey, talented one. <laughs>
15: I've never been called that, so I got to see if that ever happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what's going on with
3: you?
15: Uh, I had a long day today. Um. I was about to do some poetry uh, somewhere else, and uh, I said, "No, let me get over here and check out Niles."
3: Oh, I love you.
15: Mm. Much You're love awesome. to you too, girl.
0: So, what are you going to read for us tonight?
15: I'm going to read a piece. I hope that you like. It's uh, simply entitled "Love." <laughs> There's a crystal clarity to love when love is pure. Love can cure a heart of ill-gotten grooves that have received in the course of trusting, in the course of lusting, landing softly, or crashing and combusting. Love can be like a perfect gem, a diamond of the highest quality. It is something too rich for me to have not. For you see, this is a dirge about how i in love with love and will make excuses for her, take abuses from her, colluded with her, ran ruses for her. Oh, how I drank the drunk from the slipper of her, drinking the tall chalice of her delectable nectar as I fondly reminisce how I wish I had never smelled it. How I wish I had never helped her. How I wish I had never held her close to my chest, just so she could infect me by injecting me with this insatiable hunger, this deep lingering longing of wanting to be longing to her, and she simply spurns by advances, but I will not give up. I shall track her, place wanted posters of her, and pursue love as a bounty hunter, pounding the pavement like a master metal worker, beating iron from its ore, making a finely crafted heart. I will brave the fury of her blast furnace and reach my hand deep inside into the flames and seize love gently by the tips of her fingers. Enduring her burning heat until our bodies are fused as alloy, being refined and forged as my luggage is melted away and the impurities in my fat are evaporating, leaving the lean man that you see before you today, recharging me to the full, transforming me to the man who accepts love, labor as a joyful slave. Who leaves his heart open wide And unprotected singed by love's flames As love pulls her boat From its quiver Surely tonight she intends to overkill Bending her bow at me In malice Because love had taken aim And like a pluck from a violin string Her arrow pierces my chest And, But I live to tell the tale Of love's warrior's village In peace
0: Wow, intense I love the comparison of an arrow To a pluck on a violin string I just added that tonight Did you really? (laughs) I I love it, I love that line I guess because that's such a thing for violins, you know just the you know, the I, sound. The I love
15: cello and violin to do yeah. poetry by. Mhm.
0: Yeah, it's like the soul talking when you listen to them, isn't it?
15: Yeah, it, 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 and that's the art in it to go ahead and make it speak, and uh, and, and that's what I be hearing for at least the uh, vibe. I go ahead and run on when I hear it.
0: Very cool. Great job on that, sweetheart.
15: Appreciate it.
0: I appreciate
15: you. All right. Um, I have my second piece here. Okay. Nope, I can't do that one. Sorry about that, Nala.
0: Oh, now that's what I want.
15: I know. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and well, do that. So which uh, one? Wait, 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 wait.
0: No, 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 stop. I want to know why you can't read that one.
15: I think I might have read it to you before I think I might have read it to you last week
0: Oh, okay That is an oh, acceptable see, reason. reason That's an acceptable <laughs> reason <laughs> <All> <laughs>
3: right. That you're trying All to
0: right. hold out on me It's like, no, no, no I want oh, to not. hear the one you don't want to read
15: <laughs> No, no, I'm trying to give you the best one I ain't trying to give you the worst one Or, or one you just heard All right. I'll listen about to, about to whatever you to read it. Cool the name of this piece is called uh, As I Inhale. As I Inhale to Exhale. To form this wind gale, there will be no sonoko or shell. You see, this poem will be gas-free. And it will tell a tale about me telling Suki sales he can no longer sell cheese shells found by the seashore that I know for sure he didn't get from the sea floor. But out of some lady's dressing drawer Because I knew he was piss poor like a dirt floor And always wanted more fed up with life That So his heart sought war You see, his heart was forged from a chunk of iron ore And that's why the condom tore Before being a bad seed He started out as one half of a bad sport And that was before he told the store faces to the floor Not seeing the plain cold bad cop waiting on his op to get the drop, this is the moment this cop has always dreamed about. As the curtain raised, the stage is set. One heart pumping jack and the other crown. But we wonder who will chase with pops and life point drops. by Dow Jones stocks, boom sticks and pop rocks don't play a lot. Why does the goose chase the fox in this child's paradox? Ladies and gentlemen, We are seconds from a shootout, crowded, in a tight spot, in peace.
0: I love the rhythm you do in your poetry when you write, and I'm sure that I've said this to you before, but when you want to grab someone's hand and pull them along with you, you use a Mm. lot of repetitive sound rhymes in a piece, even though the piece isn't a rhyming piece necessarily. You get those sound rhymes in there, which makes a, a... fluidity to your writing and it's like all of a sudden you grab a hold and you're going down some rapids and then you drop us in a deep pool you, you do a shift mm. in the way that you're writing the structure of your sentences and it slows it down where it's like oh all of a sudden it's just it's amazing the way you can create that tempo with your writing i enjoy that about the way you write very much
15: oh wow you know what uh, uh, certain things people know but until they actually say it then it's it's something that you it's not really concrete. And I appreciate you for uh putting that into words and uh, and and something I could see. It
0: it's definitely I mean I can picture you writing and tell me if I'm wrong, but sometimes when you're sitting there and you're writing and you get in a zone and you're writing out what you're writing in the tablet, do you rock back and forth?
15: Um it depends. If it's something I'm, uh, that, I've, that I'm listening to in my head, yeah, I'll go ahead and rock. But for the most part, I'm actually just looking at the structure of the uh, uh, sentence and seeing what I can put in there that won't throw that off.
0: Do you do more that more in the initial writing process or in the editing process?
15: Uh, in the initial writing process. In the editing process, I have a little bit of fun with that. Sometimes I go ahead and I'll, I'll be still, I'll write something out. And if said, "Go in there real nice. I might rock in
3: <laughs>
15: until I think something else, and then I might rock the most. <laughs> and that probably did happen on this one right here.
3: Well, it was it was
0: great fun. It was like ear candy to listen to the rhythm of it, the way that you wrote it. If you get a chance, we're at the we're at the seven thirty mark, so we're two and a half hours into the show. So if you come and listen to the last what, 35 minutes of the show is about the time stamp you'll have on this and listen back to yourself reading that. You'll catch what I'm talking about. You'll hear it.
13: Okay?
15: Oh, right. man, that's what I love. Uh, it's, it's not always good to say great, great piece. I I, I really invite uh, critique, uh, uh, somebody who's going to give me a real honest critique, and you always do. <laughs>
0: oh, thank you. I appreciate that. But do that. Seriously, come back last I mean if you go to about the forty minute mark you should be you should catch it right about there. Um, but I want you to listen back oh, to I'm it just and I want you take listen the whole thing and I'm listen to listen for what
15: I'm hearing.
3: Oh just listen to <laughs> the whole thing again.
0: That's even better. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: All right, my love. Oh talented Appreciate one, do me a favor sure. and tell everyone how to find you.
15: Uh you can find me on Insta- uh Instagram at J dot dot J Productions. Uh, Come over there and check me out. Y'all might see some things y'all really like. And you and your
0: wife have a business you run, don't you? Will you tell us about
3: that?
15: Yes, ma'am. That's a part of that. That's that whole art thing. I got to get you a a painting, Nyla. If you do an opening, a box opening, I'll send you a painting.
0: If I do a what?
15: A box opening video.
0: Oh, that would be cool.
15: I will send you a painting.
0: Okay, that works for me.
15: I'm gonna have to get your uh, colors that you want to whatever color scheme that you uh, that you're gonna put it at, and um, we're we're, we're zeroing down the colors until we get right there in the ballpark. But uh, black, uh, white, and red—the way I do it. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, yeah, I got some for you already, but I'm gonna go ahead and do it for you. And when when I do it, uh, uh, you going I'm gonna take a video of me making it, and then that's gonna be your uh, paint birth certificate. Aw, that's
0: so awesome! Do I get to name it?
15: Right, you can name whatever you want to, but that'll be his birth certificate and I'll give it to you and you be mama of that thing.
0: <laughs> all right, you and your wife can be the surrogate parents and I will be the adopted mommy. <laughs>
15: yeah, if anything go wrong you give us a call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this thing's so dang unruly. What do I do? It won't shut up.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
15: you gotta put it in different light. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah You can oh, catch us on funny.
15: Instagram At uh, J&J Production Acrylic Arts uh, uh, If y'all come over there Please uh, uh, like, uh, share Leave a comment Is it the
3: subscribe. letter J and the letter
15: J? <laughs> J uh, uh, Ampersand or whatever that thing is J Ampersand J uh, Production Acrylic Arts Because there's a lot of J&Js out there They had, they had acrylic arts on it because they was doing Some real crazy stuff If y'all don't see a a, a, a Newfoundland, no, a Great Pyrenees. And for the profile picture, that's not us. Do not go in there. It's some crazy job out there. <laughs>
0: I Googled myself one time. My uh, middle name is Nyla Tay. That's where Nyla comes from. It's my middle name, which is Nyla Tay. And I Googled Nyla Tay one time, and someone had broken it up into two words, first name Nyla, last name Tay. And she's like this amazing, gorgeous woman with a badunkadunk trunk that won't quit, but she's like a porn star. (laughs) I'm you know, about to like, catch wow. you
15: to see what happened now then. <laughs> it's like,
0: you know, I really hope people open up and think that that's me because she is freaking hot. <laughs> right.
15: I got to tell you, it's the reason why I called today.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you were Googling. <laughs>
15: no, I was not complaining.
0: <laughs> Seriously, she she, she, she is the, the definition of buddha She She was oh, be- okay.
11: Beautiful. <laughs>
15: Right. With a dunk.
0: <laughs> the Badunkadunk trunk, yeah.
15: <laughs>
0: tell me don't tell me you've never heard Badunkadunk trunk.
15: Oh yeah. I mean okay. I mean I got way yeah. it.
3: Badunkadunk trunk, yeah.
0: Okay. All right, sweetheart. <laughs> tell everyone how to find you on Facebook again.
15: Uh, I'm not trying to be found on Facebook, just on Instagram and uh, YouTube. I uh, appreciate it if y'all come by and check us out. Y'all can learn how to do this art. I was just telling Nyla about We'll Teach Y'all. Very cool. All
0: right, sweetheart, we will talk to you soon. I'm going to go over and look at some things when we're done Take care with
6: the now. show.
0: You too, hon. <laughs> Bye. All right. Jay, Jay. Make sure you check them out. All right, we're going to go ahead and grab area code. Oh, come on. I swear I'm going to kick in the shin. All right, 503. 503, are you with me? Uh, Am I? You are. Hello, John.
4: Hi, how are you, Nyla? (laughs) I'm
0: fine, sweetheart. It's good to hear
4: from you. Hey, it's good to hear you. Um, yeah, it's really good to hear your voice. we have been trying to get to the show the last couple of weeks, but things have gotten in the way. Anyway, we i here today, and by the way, you are quite right. Even running is poetry. It just I cannot. I,
0: I can't hear you very well at all. You're way muted. Are you on the speaker?
4: Hang on a minute. Can you hear me now?
0: I can hear you now.
4: Ah, okay. I was just saying that last that last gentleman, not only does he read with the rhythm, he he speaks with the rhythm. Mm-hmm. He, really, he really has that in his voice. Yeah. Yeah. So you know yeah. you
0: heard what I was talking about then.
4: Yes. Yes. I've been listening yeah. for about the last three poets. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And their voices all have sounded like a fresh glass of water <laughs> to me. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. Sometimes I get lost in the voice and not so much in the words that they're saying. Yeah, my. It's, fault,
3: it's easy know. on
0: Jay's. Jay can do that to me because there, there is definitely. It's like a river. The, the mm-hmm. way he he presents and performs is like a river. He really has the rapids and the lulls, and absolutely controls the listener when he reads. Yeah. And it's it's very unique and very cool. I like it.
4: Yeah, yeah. So. Me too. Me too. I, I I found that a really refreshing experience. Yeah.
0: Whereas when you yeah. read, you make me want to take yeah. my braids out and take my shoes off high and lay in the grass and and maybe drink some T.J. Swan and,
4: oh, you know, easy or weave a little daisy,
0: re- daisy ring to put in your hair and maybe paint your toenails while you're playing the guitar. I don't know.
4: Oh, my God. Girl, you never did any of that for me.
0: That's because you were dating You just ran my away sister.
4: when I said hi. You yeah, know, well. I
0: had, you were like my first crush. You were like this... Yeah big, great, big senior guy dating my sister.
13: Of course I ran. Yeah, into
4: and you, you were this little cute girl that I could not talk too much younger. You were like <laughs> three years, four years younger. Than you. Yeah. 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 You, were, you were untouchable. And, and, you were,
0: and you were dating my sister. <laughs>
4: yeah, that too. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, now that that's all done with, and you're done painting my toenails, right? I would uh, so
0: paint your toenails.
4: <laughs> okay, well, you may get a chance to. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's an inside joke that you don't get to know about. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, what are you going to uh, send uh, you me your toes I...
0: in a box or something? Are you going to wheel me your toes?
4: Yeah, maybe I'll wheel you my toes.
0: <laughs> that could
4: happen sooner <laughs> than you know it. Uh, anyway, you you know how I like to write Limericks in my offline, mm-hmm. as opposed to haiku, and so I have a another uh, three part limerick. Um I like writing these because they remind me a lot of sonnets and you don't have to worry about that last stanza, you know. <laughs> so uh this started to be about you but um actually um you were overtaken by a four year old uh granddaughter of mine. So I hope you don't mind. But it started to be I
0: will share you. myself with an inner child spirit.
4: <laughs> Doppelganger. She is certainly a spirit. She is certainly a spirit. <laughs> Yeah, half native. Anyway, um, let me read you my poem, okay? Okay. Okay. I lost my pen somehow. How's elves on the prowl? They think they are smart, stopping me from my art. They know not my thought this hour. I turned to seek a new tool, as as grown-ups babble like fools. I looked around, a crayon I found, and a canvas sweetly called, so, writing on a wall while voices turned and saw in a hurry, I achieved what fairies believe my expression is color for all. Into phone.
0: <laughs> I love it so much
4: that's good uh, It took me a couple of weeks to put it all together, but
0: oh, it's uh, it so adorable. I am yeah. grinning so big. I love your little <laughs> granddaughter already
4: oh uh, she's. She's a beauty. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. That all started from that uh little thing you put up on Facebook. And I know you didn't mean it as a poetry pomp, but as you say, you know, real life can be poetry if you want. Mm-hmm.
0: It.
4: Yeah, so that's which one was it, the, the 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 fairy picture? You you said that you said that you'd lost your pen and that the house, oh, the house had stolen. House brownies. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, were they brownies? Yeah, they're elves. The I believe yard. in <laughs> house brownies. You guys Google
0: that shit. It's real. It's science. Trust me. <laughs> them little
4: fuckers
3: Absolutely.
4: exist. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, in, in Rowling's Story, they are house elves. So there is actually a house elf in the last couple of books that she wrote for Harry Potter. So, so I got them confused. Brownies to elves. But, you know, that's how it goes. It works. Yeah, yeah. only only certain authors actually make distinctions
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> the Mythical right. creatures,
0: they're all the same
4: uh, Well, kind of, kind of, sort of They all Are live in the grass, though so That's true Would you like me to? Of course Would you like me to? Uh, the other one's old Don't
13: make me beg um,
4: uh, I won't make you beg, but this one is kind of old um, It's another three-part um, piece uh, I read this, uh, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Anyway, here we go. There once was a man who did die. To St. Peter he did cry. As he stood in line, he watched souls be divined. To heaven or hell, oh my. And every so often a soul would be thrown in a pile by his toe. The man's chance came at last. So he asked with a glance, where does this pile of souls go? Saint Peter said, "Listen and learn. These souls have taken a turn. They come from Oregon. I'm sorry. They come from Portland, a place in Oregon, and they are too wet to burn." Yeah, kind of screwed that up, but you get the idea. <laughs> well, you know, Saint Peter was Saint Peter was a man of renown, and he drove the snakes from the crown. In spite of his efforts is still present. Thus, we drink beer till we drown. Okay, enough of my limericks.
0: <laughs> I love your limericks. And they're short. You want to read me a couple more limericks?
4: No, no. Uh, I think I'm done. Tonight. Oh, come on, please. I'll beg. <laughs> you can't beg. I don't actually yes, I have any more. Please, really John, please. Just one, oh.
0: just one more, oh. please.
4: Oh, please, oh, me, please. Uh-huh. please, just one more Yeah, yeah, I'm trying You you beg pretty nice, by the way I don't know if you realize that was That was
0: horrible I'm that a much better okay. beggar than that <laughs> No,
4: really Well, that's good Because I don't really actually have really much of I don't know, let's see um, No, 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 fossil Let's see, what is that? <laughs>
11: Did you say uh, false hope?
4: False Oh
11: <laughs>
4: yeah. Believe it or not, I get a lot of my crap. Um, uh, but that one's not available. And neither is this one. And uh how about this one?
0: Okay, fine. Uh, but next time you have to yeah. read three.
4: Oh god. I've just read three. You just missed it. One was No, really I unique.
0: just want more. I'm a typical girl. <laughs>
4: Okay, let's see. How about this one? This, this one was for you originally, and uh, it still is for you. So I guess I'll read this one. It's not really a limerick. It's kind of close. Sing your best song. One all can sing along. Strawberry wine is fine, but teaching a muse to toke is sublime. Make her feel as one. She is so very young. Smoked. Kissed my muse once over. I knew I would never hold her. Still, she laughed at all my lines. High score and still so young. She invites me to a drum. My other muse is blown. She now stands alone, out of reach. But I can hear you. <laughs> you
0: know what I love about that? What's that? is you were the I was 14 and you were the very first person to ever get me stoned.
4: That's what actually inspired it. I think it was Michael. You <laughs> um, mentioned that <laughs> while you were having laryngitis or something like that. <laughs> How is Michael by the way? Is he doing well?
13: He's mm-hmm. doing well,
0: yeah.
4: Okay. yeah. okay. Yeah. I love that poem. Anyway.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, Well, You inspire me to write poems about you. What can I say? Although you <laughs> did get hijacked by my granddaughter, but I didn't figure
3: you'd mind I,
0: I too love much. being hijacked by your granddaughter. I love your granddaughter.
4: That works for me. Someday you'll see a picture of her. You'll be surprised. <laughs> she doesn't right, look at all and, like me.
0: <laughs> I've seen all pictures right. of her on your page. I stock your page. Tell everyone how to oh. find you again.
4: Oh, I'm Jared Facebook. Um, in fact, one of your um, listeners actually sent me a friend request just yesterday. So that was kind of nice to see. Anyway, uh, that's really the only place I have, Um Perfect. You
0: know. All right, John. Okay. <laughs> Great job tonight, honey. Thank you. Love you dearly.
4: I love you, too. Take care. Me too. Love <laughs> Bye-bye.
0: All right. Our next call—you never know what you're going to learn about me on this show, right? Next caller, area code. Oh, area code four one nine. You're on the air. Hi, Nyla. Hey, baby. How are you?
16: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm alpha. Of, You—you you always make sure you're my last dance, don't you?
3: You know Like I—I
0: don't, I don't care what poet she reads to all night long, but I'm going to be her last dance.
3: Uh,
16: yes. And uh, you know, I always I always say the last dance for me. me and exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay,
0: Absolutely. So, it's good to hear from you, hon. Yeah. How's your week been?
16: Not bad. How about yours?
0: It's been really good. It's been crazy. It's going to be really. It's. it's I'm spinning a hundred plants. I got so much coming up in very short time to get ready for any of it. And uh,
3: uh-huh.
0: so, yeah, it's, it's, I'm going crazy right now, but I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good.
16: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be doing an open mic Sunday. I'm going to be one of the featured poets on Portrait. So Oh, that's cool. Uh, Throw the
0: link yeah. on my page. Will you? Can you? Yeah, I'll do that. So I'll be praying for you. that. Thank you.
16: All right. Uh, I'm going to do one out of my uh, out of my book. I think I've done it maybe once before on here. Uh, It's called Imagine, and it's a poem for Gina, Louisiana. Imagine that your child, your brother or sister, live in a land where they are supposed to be free. Imagine that at the school they attend, there's a tree under which they fit. And one day, there are ropes hanging from that tree. Ain't that some shit? Imagine that you live in a city, a country, a state, where the district attorney can tell your children that their future is is determined by their plight, by their right to protest a tree on the grounds of their school being designated for only white. And by his interpretation of the law, condoning Jim Crow is not a flaw. Well, from where I sit, ain't that some shit? Imagine that you live in a country whose motto is one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Unless you're black, Hispanic, or a person of color, y'all. Fuck old beautiful with spacious skies. Fuck amber waves of grain. Fuck purple mountain majesties above the fruited plain, From sea to shining sea that sprinkle with strange fruit, blood on the leaves and blood on the root. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? People of color are about to unite. Now imagine that. In
0: imagine that. Really seriously imagine that. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you say it's a, sad, it's a sad state when the government does not fear its people. Right. You know, because look how many of us there are. And how many of them there are, if we ever stood together, it would they they mm-hmm. should be terrified, so you know using that it. concept and using that thought, you know think uh-huh. about it, you know if a group of people were to stand up and say "No, who could stop right. them? Nobody mhm, no one they just people don't. I don't understand why people don't realize the power they have. I mean, they yeah. really do have so much power.
16: Yeah, you know, I, I think that um, uh, it might come a day when, when, when that will happen um, um, that people are going to get tired of what's going on, and they are going to unite. And It's gonna be a reckoning. I agree.
0: It's, it has. It's gonna happen. It has to happen eventually. You know, it, yeah. it, there's no way around that. I don't think.
4: Yeah. Yep. All
0: right. Are you gonna to read two? I know you're gonna to read two. Okay.
16: okay. Uh, all right. This is one. It's called a. Uh, it's called Love and Dove. <clears throat> the glow in your eyes The touch of your lips The toss of your head Sway on your hips The way that you move with Such charming grace The world seems to stop These time we embrace The sound of your voice And my coming grounded My heart It feels like heaven with stars all around it Your smile brings the stars out The moon and the sun and even becomes mine is, as we become one. So each morning that I wake up, before I begin it, I praise God for blessing my life with you in it. And Paul. Aw,
0: that was awesome. I love that Thank one. You. Thank You're you. You're very welcome. All right, darling. You know the deal now, right?
16: <laughs> yeah. say what? Yes
0: um, <laughs> Tell everyone how to find you
16: Alright You can find me on, on Facebook On YouTube Or on All Poetry Under Melvin D. Jackson
0: Perfect Alright you guys, make sure you go check them out Honey, great job tonight Thank you so much for being here For being my last dance For closing the show so beautifully And we will talk to you next week
16: Okay.
0: All right, Judy. Thank you. All right. All right, everyone. You have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe open mic poetry show, The Sound of Ink. I want to thank everyone for being here, both listeners and readers alike. We will see you back here next week. I'm going to close the show with a piece by Cassandra Tribe called Striking a Match. We will talk to you next week. Good
7: night. Striking a match holds the promise of many things. If I have chosen to pour gasoline on myself, on others, on things, then the promises of destruction that will have, have no meaning mean, no chance no chance no chance no chance no chance no no chance no chance no chance no chance no chance no and no chance no chance no chance no chance That we examine cannot believe. But the nature of destruction is to destroy.
6: All meaning.
7: Striking a match holds the promise of many things. If that match sparks a flame that flares to a candle, then the smallest part of life isn't trapped. With flickering boundaries, its borders are protected. the of life. And <laughs> in that small circle of light vision lacks clarity and life has a substance of sight and no two people shall agree for the nature of flames and fire, is to disappear. Come,
3: get me seen. Striking a match holds
7: the promise of many things. If that match falls on wood pile just so Then flame feeds fire and Light cannot help but be cast To reveal what has been Yet fires by nature consume themselves or what is foolish enough to void And no two people will
3: survive
7: the coolness of night when the fire dark or the hunger of a fire grows. But the nature of being consumed is to stay until there is nothing left in me. No one person can survive in darkness. Oh, okay. For each and all are beyond their control. In striking the match, there is a promise of soul. Circle of light reveal. Oh the table dream wild nature contain
3: to find.